That's a wrap. All right, that's a wrap. One Let's minute and 22 seconds in. Hey, Vi, look. It says record. You should be proud, well, man. I was actually not tuning in <laughs> Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> when he catches this, he's going to be shot. Yeah, so, I mean, the first literally 10 seconds in, he'll probably, he'll, he'll see it. So, uh, happy Monday, everybody. TGIM. We it's hope you guys. somewhere. Yeah, seriously, it's 4 o'clock, 4.30 somewhere. Uh, hope you guys had a happy Halloween with your families, going out and about, trick-or-treating. We sure as hell did. Um, had a shit ton of people come over at our place. Uh, candy. Chips, tequila shots, beer, all around. It's the zip code. It's the zip code. It's the zip code, 100%. It's the zip code. Why'd you visit that zip code? 206? Yeah. 207. Seven? Why did I visit? Six is nothing compared to seven. Oh, seven's better. Arno, you got to tell this guy. What's Cumberland Heights? Is that 202. That's where I want to be. That's where you want to be. Never satisfied this (laughs) usage. That's where I want to be. Anyways, so what do you want to be when you grow up? Huh? I want to be a mother. <laughs> so we have Edgar today with us. Our special guest today, back from the motherland, is Mr. Edgar. Edgar. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We missed you for three episodes. We did. I know three important episodes. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, define important. define important. <laughs> I actually had a lot of fun watching you guys from Armenia, man. That was awesome. You did? I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. Did you get up and watch the lives or no? It's so, so early. A couple the morning, of them bro. I did. Not all of them, no. First one you did because you were First on. First one I was on, oh. yeah. I think it gets to the point where you're just kind of, you're in like vacation mode. And I don't blame either one of you guys for kind of not tuning in. Yeah. Because it's like <laughs> you're away from everything here. Which is, you know, basically a shit show. But, I mean, before we get into Armenia and stuff, and current events and, and whatnot. You're enjoying that bad boy over there? This is delicious, actually. This one was... Which one is that? The fig? The fig, yeah. yeah bro. So, tomorrow's election day. And for those of you who haven't voted in person yet, take your ballots, go to your nearest bo- uh, voting pool. And if you live in L.A., do yourself a favor and vote for Rick Caruso. I know we tried to get him on the show. He didn't really budge, but um, the guy's going to bring a lot of change to the city. And if you want everything to basically stay the way it is with all this homeless crisis going on and mental health issues, uh, go ahead and vote Karen Bass. So it's funny. With the mid guys, we have a group chat. They sent us a message of multiple celebrities voting for Caruso. Why do you think that is? Well, it's, it's in their backyard now. <laughs> But isn't he running as a Democrat, though? Yeah. Is he running as a Democrat? Yeah. Yeah. He has to. F- isn't that How f- even... How does that make sense? Even Glendale, they have to run Democrat. They have a <laughs> shot at winning. Yeah, we've seen who won the, bro, the elections, bro. You don't need to remind us of that one. I think it's it's a safety net for him, honestly. Because he gets the votes, number one. Number two... All these celebrities that are voting for him, they go, well, I voted for a Democrat. Aren't we all supposed to be on Team Democrat? So you guys are voting blue now. Well, we can't. I already did vote blue. Okay. I guess. Did you? I, I mean, yeah. I, I voted for Caruso. Okay, I there did. you go. See? See, the majority of you people you talk to, they're talking about Red Sea. You know, I mean, the red wave, the red wave, the red wave. It's all over the internet. I'm really, really hoping there is a red wave. Well, Levick says he was in Glendale this past weekend, and he noticed it. 
big change. In what? In, in what, Levik? If you can elaborate what type of change you noticed. In yeah, that I would want to know. By the way, those of you guys watching on Facebook and YouTube, uh, quickly comment. Well, before you comment, share it. Like it. Like it so we can get the algorithms up. Tell us how the video quality is because we did a little bit of an upgrading. Tell us if the quality of the video is better. Tell us how the audio sounds because we're, we're trying something else right now. Um, last minute, literally. We're improving Liter- things. Literally last bit. minute. Yeah, we just paid the bill. <laughs> At 729. <laughs> we seriously did pay the bill. Hey, we're st- I'm not kidding you guys. We're just sitting here like, so do you want me to do it? They're like, yeah, just fucking do it. All right, all right. So just do it. Yeah, just do it. So, all right, click the bill, pay the bill, and, and we're live. Yeah. That's how it works. So, yeah, Sinina, Sinina says she could see our nose hairs. I thought I trimmed I, those. Yeah, I trimmed it before I came in. I today. waxed it. All of it. Jesus. All of it? All of it? Nose. Top to bottom. All of it. Everything. All of it. Straight down the middle? All of it. All of it. <laughs> Mind you, I was, I was disabled for like three days, bro. So my client's son decided to... Sl- this is a this is a good. I, I posted a picture of it yesterday. I go to show a house... And you know how you have those soft closed cabinets, Let me right? See. This one right here. It's, it's like a, a real estate agent. It's better now. And but listen to this. So, open the cabinets. You know, it's a soft closing one. One of them was left open. And my hands leaning there, and this kid is opening up the cabinets, like slamming them. Like, he's, like for some reason, this kid is the first time you've ever seen soft closing cabinets. Bro, I'm leaning on this island with my hand here, and I see him running. As soon as he touches the cabinet, I pull my hand. This one didn't. Make, this one didn't make it. It was like this fat for like two days, man. Stop pointing at people. That's what it means. Yeah. I point with this finger. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so let's get let's uh, let's jump into it really quickly. Uh, really quickly. So what he has, it's <laughs> really a seven-minute yeah. segment for him. <laughs> Before like we right jump now. into Armia, we should talk about you. Last night, last night, me and Armand were at the gala. Okay, we talk about that. Which we talk gala? about that. Which gala were we at? Freedom loving youth. Fly. Fly. Had an amazing time. Vazgen, I still don't know what happened to our dance video. I, I'm telling you guys, check, admin check took with, that one down. Check check with upper management. See. <laughs> talk to HR. <laughs> talk to I HR. Think, I think there was a sexual harassment <laughs> case opened up against Vazgen. <laughs> Are you sexually I, harassing our... Guests? I know Elon Musk had nothing to do with that, so don't blame him. So let's talk about... It. By the way, congratulations to you and Arsene for being acknowledged for... An award by Fly. Thank uh, you. What you guys did is like beyond amazing, bro. Uh, hats off to you guys, seriously. Definitely. Thank um, you. Well, we appreciate you, Armand. Everybody out there, everybody, whatever amount they donate, you know, the amount doesn't matter. It's the fact that every every little bit helps. There were small donations. There were lar- large donations. Ultimately, substantial donation at some, the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, yeah. There was a huge donation, which I actually talked to. He he came and introduced himself to me, and I spoke to him. Really? About yeah, he wanted to come on the show as well. We'll save the name then. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get we'll get them on the show as well. But it was it was a fantastic event. You know, uh, Carolyn and Alina, along with Vosgen support, organized a beautiful event. Very great team emotional. Them. Yeah, emotional. As always, the the videos they they share. It's just. <laughs> Oh my god, man! <laughs> I was Jesse and and Diana, Vaz's yeah. wife, yeah. posted it, and I'm like, I don't want to watch. I'm, this. I'm watching it on a phone, and I'm just like, oh Jesus, man! Like this, this is 
Like it's that's the I don't want to say the worst part of the gala, but it's like the most emotional, most heart kind of aching part of it because you're just like, I mean, these kids have no, like, how do you say? How would you say? Mechunen, like they have no. Yeah, they were born into. They it. were born into it. Yeah, like no choice or a say in any yeah. of this. Yeah, but uh, Vazgen, Alina, and Caroline, uh, thank you so much for everything that you guys are doing for uh, the motherland. Thank you for mentioning the wise nuts as well. We saw that. Yeah, uh, they for the shout out. Markar mentioned it a couple of times. The the MC and so did a few others. So yeah. it was uh, we did get a shout out several times because yeah. I think having them recently on the show made an impact too. Oh well, yeah, they card. connected to people that. Yeah, I mean, John. Some, of our, some of our viewers like John, man. Yeah, John. That John, makes John, a was yeah, John, John was there. John was uh, Gary as big well. Sponsor. His brother. Yeah, Gary. Yeah. Uh, again. These are these are see guys. When we talk about you know why we do the podcast and what we do it for, we made two major connections to people that probably would have never crossed paths if we weren't live on Monday. That's yeah. that's just amazing, man. And those are the days it's worth doing the wise. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that those two paths crossed, it will change the life of a family in Armenia. Not only one, but several families in Armenia. Yes. So th- this is this is another reason why we do this to bring awareness, to connect the right people to each other, and basically to have a conversation between the three of us and a guest, and yeah, have you guys tune in and enjoy it with us. So you know, if you guys haven't um, heard of Fly, if you guys um, haven't tuned into that episode, it was episode two oh six or two oh five with Alina. And then uh, you could maybe, visit maybe two hundred four. Was it two hundred four? Just go go do this. Go into our go into our YouTube channel. Go into our feed, and you'll find. It. Actually, you know what? I'll tell you right now which one it was. Two hundred three. There we go. So it was episode two hundred three with Alina. Uh, all the details of their website, how to donate to them, are there. It's never too late, and every every penny, every dollar counts. So, and that's an organization we be- believe in, and we back definitely. Definitely, because we know that family is spending that money the proper way. Yeah. And that's the reason we decided to put all our support behind them. And we I don't mean, regret I, it. Definitely. I mean, imagine we had Ani from Cosmopolitan in Vegas, right? Yeah. She that's got cool. Cosmo, a casino in Vegas, yeah. to donate $5,000. That's amazing, man. That's huge. Right? Yeah. A, a casino in Vegas. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And she flew out to yeah. to be at the event as well. She With did. the whole family. That was yeah. awesome. So, guys, this is what it's about. It's about making connections uh, in our small little circle that we have. Yep. So, again, thank you to the Samvarian family for everything you guys are doing. And those of you that haven't met the Samvarian family, you can also meet them at our upcoming event, November 30th, at the famous bar, DJ... Heartbeat DJ, Mr. Voskin Samuelin himself will be spinning uh, at the famous of... This is mainly just to help us with our technical difficulties <laughs> that we tend to have. Yeah. You guys can take pictures with him, give him a hug, maybe... Maybe a kiss. Yeah, a slow kiss. Just don't let Caroline see you kissing him. <laughs> I don't care. You can do whatever you want. Just don't let Caroline see you kissing him. <laughs> We're going to be live at the famous... On November 30th, it's a Wednesday night. 
Uh, doors open at six, so be there at six for like meet and greet and just cocktail hours and finger foods. And then uh, again, like like last time, we'll go we'll go live maybe for like an hour, hour and a half max. Uh, we'll have different people come up and kind of shoot the shit with us. And then after that, again, it'll be cocktail hour. We'll sit down, uh, stand up, whatever you want. And then um, just make have, sure you wear a mask and bring your vax card. Yeah, please, please, guys. If you're if you're if if you don't if you're listen, if you don't want to get the jab, at least bring us a uh, negative test <laughs> <laughs> and it has to be from a legitimate source yeah, please yeah. not please. the rapid ones yeah. what's a yeah. legitimate source huh what's a legitimate source? i don't know what a legitimate source is bro Can you give us an example yeah they sell at the vending machines <laughs> that's the official i trojan could make some really good i didn't i didn't even know COVID existed anymore at this point i mean i was i was given a, a heads up by one of my colleagues who, who screenshot a text over to me, he said, hey, look what my client just sent me. And I, and I look at it and I go, beautiful response. He goes, uh, yeah, he goes, every time I hear you, hear you say, you know, what is COVID? What is COVID? He goes, I responded with, what is COVID? Go, That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. It's going to be just like, what is a woman? Eventually, it's going to lead to what is COVID. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. But I told him, I'm like, bro, I'm like, do you have any symptoms? He goes, no. I'm like, do you feel anything? He goes, no. I'm like, you're fine. By the way, we're kidding about the vax cards in case you guys didn't figure that we're being facetious here. You don't need a vax. Actually, if you bring a vax card, Someone you, is can't, go get vaccinated. you can't get in. <laughs> yeah, if you have a card. Yeah, if you, if you bring me a vax card, you're not being in. You're not go home. In. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll have the owner throw you out personally. <laughs> Take him out. Why? Bastards boosted. <laughs> He's got 13 <laughs> vaccine cards on him. Dude, uh, collection. Speaking of cards, the other day I'm at, I'm sitting down at a healthcare meeting and one of the family members is wearing a mask and she's like, do you mind if I take this off? I'm like, yeah, of course. Whatever you're comfortable with. She's like, don't worry, I'm boosted five times. Boosted five times? I was like, yeah, you're fine, don't worry. Stupid Just <laughs> Boosted? For, are there even five available? I don't know. I I, w- I was gonna mess with her and say actually you need to be yeah you have to have your sixth one before you're able to take your See, mask okay, off. You would know this better than either one of us. <laughs> is it is it safe that some of these people are going and taking the Moderna, the Pfizer, the like all this just fucking cocktailing it up and just shooting it up? Define safe. <laughs> What's the definition? I mean, of look. I know people are. I I know a lot of celebrities have been dropping dead left and right. If you if you if you really think Bob Saget's death was an accident, if you really think a lot of these celebrities that have died of quote unquote heart attacks is an accident, you're crazy. Katy Perry recently on a freaking uh, during a live concert, she's having Bell's palsy while live performing live. Like one of her eyes yeah. went shut closed. It's shutting. Yeah. She's opening it with it's her part finger. Part of the show, bro. Yeah, I think it's part, yeah, it's of, part the- of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and along along with athletes as well. Along with athletes. Well, athletes have a high risk because they are active. Because when you have myocarditis, you're not allowed to be active. Well, that's oh, what happened to Christian Eriksen. He dropped so, dead. He, well, oh, Jesus he Christ. Dead. He, he dropped on the soccer pitch while, you know, during a live game. I mean, thank God he's okay. He came back. He scored a goal on his debut back, but 
I mean, does it have to does it have to be a LeBron James or uh, a high ranked athlete for them to kind of have a heart attack before people wake up and say, "Oh shit, okay, maybe this is." You guys want to name your favorite basketball player today? Today? Yeah. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I second that, my friend. Yeah, I was about. It was, it was that a, is the only man left in the NBA with balls. It was, was it. it was is a, it just him, or there was somebody else too? Yeah, there was the Magic. Well, magic he, player. Remember that guy? Yeah, the, the he, yeah, but he's he, as far as high profile player, it's Kyrie Irving. Traymond Green kind of hinted it here and there, but I think they kind of knocked him on the head and today chill out. But Kyrie Irving, bro, it's sad what's happened to him as far as the censorship. Oh, it's not. Well, sad. We're going to talk it's about not. Kyrie Irving tonight, right? We're going we'll to discuss talk, we'll Kyrie, talk, we'll Irving. Talk Kyrie. We're going to discuss we'll Kanye. There, we'll get there. After we discuss our Armenia. fellow numbnuts trip to Armenia, not we're only gonna, mine, yours as well. Well, we would discuss mine. We're just going to, I guess... Not too much. We'll, we'll compare notes. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm curious to see what your experience was like compared to mine. Um, and, you know, your 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 passion for Armenia is a little bit different than mine. So Yeah, yeah. Definitely we can mix it up today. See how we both felt. What did you fl- What did you fly to Armenia with, by the way, as far as airlines? Qatar. Qatar, 69. Qatar how was yeah. it? Uh, long, but just... I slept. I love sleeping on planes. No secret. And I could. Sleep you take a pill, time. or you no, just no, 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 just red wine slept. and yeah. knock out. And you slept throughout. I the slept the first three hours, the sixteen hours to Qatar. You slept sixteen hours, hours to Qatar bro, the whole way. Four have shots. You ever, of have you ever have you ever slept sixteen hours in your own bed? No, not really. But if I'm on a plane, did I'd you dr- you sleep. drank? Yeah, I drank four uh, four nice cups of red wine and knocked so out. So basically, your insulin drops. <laughs> <laughs> When it, Actually, it, went, it went so high, I was like knocked out. The yeah. altitude level was, but the, was keeping him alive. <laughs> well, but from, from Qatar to Armenia, it was a completely different flight. Well, it's a three-hour flight. three hours. Yeah. I, could, I didn't even notice going up into the air or landing. We migrated, like four or five of us migrated to the back of the plane, younger guys. Would All you guys play play play? I was like, and then they were like, I'll pick card calls. Like, oh, I'm in a good crowd, you know? No cards. So we just conversation for three so, hours and you're there, bro. It's so prior to you be going to Armenian recently, when was the last time you were there? 2003 was the last time I was there. 20 years, almost 19 years. Yeah, 19 years ago. Okay. You land in Armenia, you step foot into Zavartnots. What's your first reaction? Because we know what his reaction was. I, it was pleasant. I liked it. There was no issues at the airport, none whatsoever. Smooth transaction, smile on everyone's face, greedy you with no, respect. No, f- I'm not talking I about mean, the look, people. I'm talking about your, what was your emotionally, because Armand was like, Armand was, uh, I mean, you, you, you said. It was like landing in any of the airport. Yeah. For me, it's a little different. Like emotionally, I do get like antsy. I had the yeah. goosebumps. Every time if I landed on me, I'm going to get yeah. the goosebumps. Pee a little bit in your pants. Well, that's normal for me. <laughs> that's like the video. Nice. <laughs> and then I use my own fingers to wipe it and everything. Oh, oh my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there, buddy? Oh, gosh, oh the bathroom stall video. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> With the lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Arwood lands in Armenia. Where's my packages? Edgar lands in Armenia. Oh. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks for the welcome. I'm back. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. I mean, just it felt like home, man. You land to me. It's just like I, I was where I belong. It was. It was great. I mean, I didn't go straight to the hotel like what, you did. You guys you, went to the hotel, I'm guessing. To our apartment. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah so you went. Yeah, we went to my friend's house. Like 3 a.m. barbecue started, and then stopped till six. Well, seven mind you, you didn't go with family. I went with my parents and my sister. Yeah, no, as far as as far as kids, yeah, yeah. No, no kids. This trip was not a kids trip. Hopefully, this coming summer will be the family trip. So, see, that makes a world of difference. A big difference, yeah. Because you're basically just thinking about yourself. Yeah. You land. You're not looking to make sure your kids are not yeah, lost. It's completely or, different. Yeah. It's you. Your. My parents and my sister. Yeah. So it was the original four. We flew out here in 91 together. And we just made it a 30-year trip back home. That's all it was. I mean, st- staying in the same house with mom, dad, and sister hasn't happened for me for like 18 years now. So wow. it was something special. You got flashbacks. Yeah, it was pretty chill. Yeah. And mom calls, hey, where are you? <laughs> you know, That's pretty cool. When are you coming home? <laughs> <laughs> Edgar's playing soccer downstairs with the kids. Mom, it's like That's sandwich. Patar sandwich. Patar. But you have, you have childhood friends. I have still childhood in friends there. I have no close relatives. None. How do you have childhood friends? Because you were eight when you came here, mm-hmm. no? So how do you have childhood friends? I was seven. I don't have childhood friends. My parents kept contact with every one of our friends and families groups. And we have been in touch the last 30 years. We always been in communication at all times. I never lost touch with that family ever. See, I don't think any of those families that I knew are even there. They're all here. Everybody I know is here. Well, mind you, from when you left till today, communication in Armenia has changed like drastically. Drastically. So... You were, you came in 91, 92, right? You were mentioning. What, what year did you come to the States? 88. Okay, you were 91, 92, yeah? 91. Yeah, 91. So 88, you came here. You left a lot of friends, a lot of family members. Yeah. And throughout those years, you you went back once in 92 for the dance concert. Yeah, but by then, everybody was already here. But were there people that you met were there in ninety two, in ninety two, when you went back, were there still family members and friends that you kind of no? They really? were they were all here already. But when we got here in ninety one, I had no relatives in Armenia. We we're the last. So, okay, so leave. so it's two different stories then. Yours, everybody came. Everybody you know that is I here. Know, yeah, but you still my family. I have no family there. Just no, well, yeah, we don't have any family. Yeah, at all. we have friends and those families we've but always like friends. Said, friends you yeah, went to yeah. school with. You bro, still my parents. How did my you dad's, stay in communication with bro, them? My these are my dads. Uh, and my mom's friends' kids, and we've always uh, kept in touch, family-wise. I, that, so that's a little different. It's a little different because even I those people are all family. Here. Like for me, they're more than just friends; they're considered family. I no, for me, all of my parents' friends and their kids, everybody's here. So I have I had nobody to go to as far as friends. Oh, I have an uncle in Armenia that went back about two and a half, three years ago. Sold everything here and bounced back. By the way, your wife, Jess, says you're more than welcome to go back to mom. Honey, I'll visit their house right before I come (laughs) home tonight. (laughs) When my my parents were there, my dad visited his his two cousins. And then his 
his hotch cover that he has, his best man. But other than that, I mean, we really, my mom's cousin as well. That's it. Which cousin? Seda's sister. But how, how was overall being there after almost 20 years since the last time you visited? Just felt great to me. Albert. I, Cause you I had saw pl- the ugly parts of it too, but as a person, I'm, I'm not there to judge Armenia. I'm visiting. I don't give myself that right to notice all the bad, bro. Like I, We're never going to see everything in 21 days. As no, it's tourist, not about judging, but it's because you also had the intention of permanently moving there. Yes, at definitely. one point. So, so your, tr- your, you have to judge the place before you. Yeah, move. definitely. I I don't judge because I have no intention. That of only moving took me there. three days to understand that my situation today, I could do much better. Like you guys have been trying to convince me that yes, definitely I can do much more from here than I can over there. So you agree with that? Hundred percent now. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's one move in the right direction. Yeah, it took me about three days to understand that I can make a bigger dent from America than I can. Would you, so, so you will, so you won't, you won't thing. move to Armenia permanently. In my older age, maybe, but because you were ready so to do this twenty yeah, twenty of 20, October, bro, even earlier than that, I was ready. But Jess is actually moving him to his mom's house permanently for now. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, in fact, your suitcase has been. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> the suitcase been. In my I already organized it in the closet. At your yeah. house. <laughs> She's gonna message us saying, "Edgar, do you want your shirts ironed before they're hung, or do you want them just folded inside?" So you that's want your impossible. mom to iron them for you? <laughs> I was gonna say that's impossible. We send the ironing to mom sometimes too. Don't worry. Oh my God. So, 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 no more moving. I mean, look, if the opportunity is there, I'm never no, going to no, say no. No, 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 no. Forget opportunity. Opportun- what, what opportunity? As for my kids, you don't have an opportunity? Seeing everything that I would have to put my kids through, it's not worth it for me. Because at this age, for my kids, it would just not be that simple to get up and go. See, I want to go back to those episodes prior to you leaving and hear what you had to say then. Because yeah. I, if I remember correctly, you were saying, you know, they'll adapt. It'll be good for them. and It's a doable thing, but it's not as easy as I imagined it to be. What was it that changed your mind? The level of education, in my opinion, in Armenia is way much more advanced than we are here. And for me to take a sixth grader and a fifth grader and move to Armenia, that is just going to be... It would be challenging for them. Way They'd be behind, you think? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm. Really? Sorry to say, yeah, I think so. Maybe they'll catch up with the Armenian in six months to nine months. They'll figure out the Armenian. I'm not worried about that, but everything else. Armenian meaning the language. Yeah, Armenian as the language. I'm sure six months, nine months, they will get it because the, the schools there are, it's no joke, man. It's no joke. They take school very serious. And... I'm not saying anything bad about it, but I don't think I want to put my kids through that. Do you think it's more of the language barrier that it'll take them a couple of months, or do you think it's Way more of the educational? Uh, educational, maybe even more than the language. Really? Mm-hmm. Like at home, you, I know you guys speak English, right? With the kids, especially. majority of the time. What do the kids speak with, mo- grandma and grandpa? Mix Armenian English. Depends. They know my mom speaks fluently, so they'll get away with the English. My dad. He'll give them the cold shoulder and just hide a <laughs> Typical vegan. 
Aynı dört isteriz. Şey mi azkan valla? As far okay, when you when you landed there, you guys were in. Did you go to Abovyan right away, or you were? Yes, there? directly to Abovyan. Uh, our friends, uh, my friends, Alan, Vahag, and Sevak, they're three brothers. We went straight to their parents' house, and that's just like going home to me. It's no different. What time did you land? 3 a.m. And you guys went straight to the house for barbecue. Barbecue, definitely. How was the barbecue? Pork was amazing. I would not. I did not like chicken in Armenia. Just to me, chicken was just wrong. But the pork was way better for me, and way better than what here. What we have here. Oh, wait till wait till the barbecue in my house. All right, boys, let's go. Let's do <laughs> this. this guy, had, this bro, guy, I'm this, not a fish this, guy, by the this way. This jackass introduced me to something that I can't. I can. I could never eat regular pork again. Yeah, it's different, bro. I mean, what? You trust me? No, no, no. You Even have, in Armenia, I did not have anything that was close to that one time I got thing, neck meat from Rudolf. Yeah. That one, one time was just a little different, bro. That one time. That man. one time. No, Jake, it's not Brookshire pork. It's called. Uh, Ibirico. So it's uh, Iberian pork. It's a specific type of pork that's, um, I don't want to say it's wild, but it's raised differently. It eats different types of uh, fruits and vegetables and acorns. And it's it's just raised differently. Whereas the pork here, I mean, the FDA, as much as, <laughs> as, much as we don't, we'd hate to follow the FDA's rules and regulations, the reason why the FDA says to cook your pork well done here is because the pork here is raised in certain conditions where it's not the greatest condition and God knows what they're eating from uh, the hay and the, the the feces and whatever the they're being fed. So Plastic. They, just, yeah, they would just want to make sure you're... you're Pigs eat hay? Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. What, whatever the hell they're it. eating, what, what, when, they're, when they're in their stoop, when they're in they their little horse diet, <laughs> when they're in their little, what, are, what do you call it? Stable, right? They're in a stable, the, right? You go on horses are in a stable. <laughs> no, what are the, well, what are pigs in? Farms. It's, it's no, stalls, but no, it, no. What when they keep them in their little cages? Oh man, it's, I don't think it's it, let's cage. be nice. They're called stalls, from what stable, I know. Are they stalls? Stable is for horses. For I horses, know, but yeah. I think whatever it is, anyway. Holding pen, area, pen, pen. That's what it is. There you go, pig Levin. pen. There yes, we thank go. you, pig Levin. pen. So I mean, it's just it's not very hygienic. So glad we have Levy. Here. So, <laughs> but um, bro, I'm telling you. So the, the two types of cut that uh, I picked up from Papa's, one of them was the cut that you told me. The um, Whatever it was, I forgot. It was a more marbleized one, kind yeah, of like yeah. the "quote unquote" the wagyu of the the pork. And I asked, and it's it's funny, right? as you know, Armand was saying, you can cook it medium, medium well, even uh, like medium plus. Bro, I didn't even reverse sear it. I just seared it on both sides, took it out, cut it. Boom. I'm the first bite was hesitant because you're just like you're still kind of like. Pork, it's pork, it's pork, it's pork. Guys, I'm telling you, it's a little bit on the pricier side as far as the the per pound, per pound. But it's you will not eat regular Armenian or market pork or butcher's pork ever again after you eat this. There's no way. It's just it's it's the flavor, the consistency, the texture. It's it's amazing. And if you guys again, Ibirico pork, Iberian pork. But what I, Jake is mentioning, Berkshire, that's actually. 
I would say number three for me. It's amazing pork as well. What kind of what kind of Berkshire? I, I think it comes from Nebraska, um, or New, New Hampshire, somewhere around there. Uh, and so, so, my in my opinion, Iberico is number one, mm-hmm. which is from Spain. Yes. Sakura is from Japan, number two, and I would say Berkshire is number three for me. And it's when you say pricey, I mean Berkshire is about thirteen dollars a pound. Okay, the, I, this the birico that I picked up was twenty five. One one of them was twenty five dollars a pound. The other one was right. thirty dollars a pound. Yeah, Iberico is between twenty five and thirty. Yes, uh, Sakura is between twenty and twenty five, and Berkshire is between twelve and fifteen, sixteen dollars a pound. Okay, <clears throat> but all three amazing. I mean, Iberico is. Up there. Uh, it's a different level, obviously, but you can just start with Berkshire if you don't want to spend $25 a pound. But keep in mind, Iberico at $25 a pound, in my opinion, is better than a $95 A5 Japanese, you know, uh, Mamakazi, okay. whatever. See, <laughs> we had, I, I picked up those two, I picked up two Iberico steaks, <clears throat> took them home, cooked them, and then. Mind you, the one of them was very, very rich as far as the one that's kind of really fatty. So <coughs> when we had dinner, I had a tomahawk as well that I picked up. We couldn't the tomahawk cook. was a what? Prime or? Prime. Prime, yeah. Prime. So we had the tomahawk as well. Again, shout out to Papa's uh, meat and fish for, for hooking <laughs> us up. But um, I was like, okay, we'll cook the tomahawk at night. But bro, I was so full. How did full he you up? As far as his recommendations. Uh, no, no, not on, no, 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 exactly that. I was just saying. Use promo code WiseNuts. <laughs> to get a 79% discount. But uh, we ate the tomahawk the next day, and I was just... Going to need it, yeah? Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, like we... felt like Prime at that point? No. Well, it was Prime. No, it was Prime, but it was like just... I don't know what it was, man. Like You we can't. Ate- it's a different... Oh, you have to have it to understand it. I mean, I was shocked, man. I just kept going for pork in Armenia. I don't know what because it was. Because that's the best meat in Armenia, but they don't know how to cook it. That's the problem. They so does that look like pork? No, it looks like beef to me, bro. That is this. This is that's their great. wagyu of pork. That looks bomb, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, take his advice on that. And then don't take financial advice. But <laughs> you could take. No, actually, take meal advice. From Someone Armenia. did mention you. You were talking about the housing market not going down. This and that. What do you have to say about that, Arn? You guys want to really jump into the so housing now we're market? Jumping, no, jumping let's, let's do Armenia first. Then we'll jump into it. So Armenia, besides food, <laughs> besides Ed food, back, let's guys. talk about next thing in Armenia. By the way, you guys can comment anything, and Edgar will just talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. We'll have you on. <laughs> What's something that you were shocked to see in Armenia? Shocked. And where? I mean, shocked. What was in Not Yerevan that to you was like, what the hell? It wasn't shock. It was just the the amount of development. It was not. It was like, a good thing. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't shock. Like, oh my I god! I mean, I, I had I had heard about it, but to actually see it visually and to it's going, man. You know, it's cranes all over the place and buildings going up. That's they're actually working, impressive. man. I mean, yeah. that was really was good to see. Definitely. What That's, were you shocked about? I was shocked about the amount of Russians there was in Yerevan. 
Why are you, Why are you shocked? shocked? Do you well, not know what's happening no, in Ukraine? I understand, but to me, it was just the numbers. They said 300,000, and I figured it'd be spread. But in Yerevan, maybe one out of three was a Russian person. And the restaurants was just fully Russians. Everywhere. Okay, those are all refugees, man. Those are people that have fled Russia. Well, that have some fled of these Ukraine. families, the ones that I had talked to, some of them spoke English. Majority of them were looking like they wanted to well, settle. English is a universal term. language, man. I mean, yeah, but these guys are all the T. Armenian second people. language is Russian. Is Armenian now? Is English now? Sorry, uh, I wouldn't say it's still Russian. It still is Russian, bro. I don't care what you think. It's not I'm, not, I'm not talking about as far as in, in the throughout the community. I'm talking about when you go to school. It's Russian. No, man. Of course it is. No, English is the second oh, language. You're crazy, bro. I wouldn't say that. It is. They really? offer both. And my friend's kids, They both, all the kids. So my three friends, they all have two, three kids. And they all send their kids to after school programs for English and Russian. They all have their own tutors for English and Russian. Everybody I met that was actually going to school or had gone to school in the last 10 years they spoke almost fluent english i wouldn't say and it's that. and it's it's uh english english british english england english well they i i didn't speak in english to them so i don't know but no as far as like they well here's the thing when you when you speak to them and some of the terminology they use you'll catch on why it's british english mm. yeah i i didn't i don't think i spoke english to anybody in armenia so I, I, I don't know. Because remember, those Soviet days are over, man. I mean, during, yeah, Soviet Russia and even throughout the 90s, yeah, I'd say Russian is, Russian is what, Russian was the second language of Armenia because majority of those Soviet signs and those Russian signs were still up on stores. They still are. Some of them are, but did you not see majority of them in English? Yeah, I mean, everything when is you went Russian, to a, when English. When you went to a restaurant, what were the two languages you saw on the menus? Russian and English and Armenian. Uh, everything restaurants you go to they offer you the menu in all three languages you just ask them and they give it to you they'll bring you their armenian menu and if you don't understand just say i need an english one and they'll bring it to you so as far That's as like simple. any any restaurants you went to where by default it was in english there was nothing none really not that i saw and i went to many restaurants there what about you because we didn't talk about that with you I, I don't know if they assumed I was from the U.S., so I always they always gave me the English menu, but because that's no, what that's, that's what a majority of people that have gone recently told me was. Other, I mean, the ones that I went to, majority would even offer me the Russian more than the Armenian one. Oh, you look Russian. How the hell were you, were you dressed in like a no. in a freaking no, same Adidas. shit I wear here, bro. <laughs> same crappy clothes I wear here. Nothing changed. But you can go for a rush. I mean, you're I mean, a little kind of bit, fair maybe, skinned a little shit. bit. Yeah. Belarusian, especially without the you, you did shave. Yes, that is the change I did make in so, Armenia. Yeah. Anything else? Sex change? Anything else? Yeah, yeah. Cut it off. Everything. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, it was cheaper to do it in Armenia, no? Yeah, it was only five bucks. <coughs> really? <laughs> I knew you were going there, but I'm not going to let you. Five bucks? Takes, That's it. Takes balls to cut your balls off. Yeah, and a little <laughs> bit of lidocaine, maybe. <laughs> lidocaine. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! How long were you gone for? I forgot. Twenty days. John hey. says they gave me the menu with pictures. They assumed I couldn't read. <laughs> <laughs> Did they give you a crayon with the coloring book? As well? Oh, you're referring to me. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> oh, I was, I was there for eighteen days, and just being in Albovian was a lot more comforting for me. I just felt like. 
I had friends there. I ran into people that I hadn't seen for 30 years. How do you recognize them? Let me tell you guys this crazy story. Seriously. So I'm there, second, third day. I'm like, I got to go see a dentist. I have this crown I got to get done. And my friend goes, I have somebody. Before or after the sex change? Right after the sex change. Right after. Sex change was the first night I got. She's got to make sure. After the Chorovats. Bro, before Chorovats, I was already. Before Yeah, straight from the airport, Baba. On the plane. (laughs) On the (laughs) plane (laughs) while he was sleeping. Remember the two-hour flight (laughs) in the back? (laughs) That's what was going on. <laughs> so I go see a dentist. My friend makes the appointment. I go. The man just takes the measurements to make the crown. Comes to his desk. He sits down. Stares at my face. And he goes, All right, do do this. I'm like, Oh, yes. I'm. I'm like, Who is this guy? Turns out he's my childhood friend. We and played he's a dentist every, now. He's a dentist, yeah. Wow. He's got two offices, doing really well for himself. Really good wow. guy. And out of nowhere, bro, imagine the guy knew more about my childhood than I did. I'm probably going to call him and see if he has childhood pictures of me. Wow. Bro, I don't see somebody for two years and I just forget their name and forget their face. <laughs> the guys, I, I, I run into them. Hey, what's I, going on? Hey, bro, how you doing, bro? Yeah. I didn't recognize <laughs> the guy at all, but he knew like everything about me. He's like, oh, he named all the little childhood friends we had, every one of them. He remembered them all. Was this while he was doing surgery? Oh, no, that's after. <laughs> That's what, that's what I hate when a doctor asks you a question, the dentist, while yeah. you're working on your mouth. They've got four tubes in your mouth. He goes, you've completely changed, but like he goes, I just recognize your eyes. And I was just like, this is him. This has to be him. And sure enough, man, we lived right across from one another, I guess, for the first seven years of our lives. Wow. Yeah. Childhood I, friends. I don't think I would recognize anybody from seven, when I was seven. I wouldn't either. Definitely not. Unless, again, but I... Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'm trying to think. If what I was see. your favorite place in Armenia? I really enjoyed Gyumri. 100%. I have to. You went? Yes. You went to Gyum- Gyumri, I felt like it was just not enough. One it's day different, was not yeah, enough. It's different. That's an amazing place yeah. to be. Man. If I were to stay long-term Armenia, that would be a place to be. Gyumri. To live? Yeah, yeah. You would live. Everything's there. It, it, it offers you everything. Like what? Meaning? Just... Great vibe, bro. Compared to Yerevan, yeah, but how about the work? vibe. Well, work. I mean, if it's online, then fine, whatever. Oh, that's different. Yeah, yeah but as far as work, no, I'm not talking about living. Like, um, even if it's a long term stay, mm-hmm. I would rather do Gyumri for sure. Because of location wise, you can visit many more places from Gyumri, you know. And it's just the vibe in Gyumri was amazing to me. Yeah. Location Yerevan wise, meaning perfect. outside of Armenia. Uh, yeah, I mean, the century, location of it, you have much Gyumri's more. is up north. Yes, and just amazing place to be, bro. You, one day just didn't do any justice. Oh, you were there for one day? Just one day. It was a group yeah, of 22 of us. Mind you, Gyumri is the second largest city next to Yerevan. Yeah, it has a lot to offer as well. The people were just, I don't know, Yerevan, I don't want to say anything bad. I hate saying anything bad. I stayed in Yerevan, but the people were just busier. I, I had a New York vibe. Yerevan yeah, yeah. touristy wherever, maybe no more of just the people were heads down w- walking faster where in Gyumri you didn't have that so people felt, were looking at like each other genuine and yes definitely 
With slow pace. Slower pace. Very slow pace. Than game. I mean, Yerevan, during the week, these people are literally running from location to location. You're a tourist. You and don't the get traffic, the traffic. It's just it's it's ridiculous. Horrible. One time, it took me an hour and 40 minutes from Abovian to Yerevan. Hour, 40 hour minutes? Hour 40 minutes. Rush bro. hour, yeah. Yeah. Rush really? hour is horrible. Oh, but the traffic there is, you can't compare it, bro. Like 10 miles here, at the worst, you can go like, what, an hour? Over there, that 10 miles could shit. You'll be sitting there. Wow, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. Like, I would have never thought. We were staying in like central Yerevan, so this is just more traffic. It was an there. apartment or hotel? It was right next to Grand Hotel on Yer- uh, Abovian Street. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, Moscow. Yeah, yeah, we're staying right there. Martini is like a Martini Cafe right above it. That's where we're staying. It's a nice place. I loved Yerevan too, but it's just too busy for my liking. Did you go out at night? Yes, definitely. You know those little scooters. Yeah. With the app, bro, I had the app on my phone the first day. They helped me set it up every night, put my headphones on, just get lost in Yerevan. I would just go. No questions. You would nothing. seriously put headsets on? And just go. I would never put headsets And this on. is after midnight, guys. The traffic was a little lighter, and I was I still cautious. Risk. Not drinking. I don't drink, so. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I but the thing was, I just never felt like I was in any type of danger that's what i'm saying like being home that's what i was trying to describe like i can't get lost it's not about getting lost it's just it's about getting run over i've been in la for 30 years Mm -hmm. i go to downtown i still don't drive comfortably i'll be honest with you guys i don't go too many times right well how can you compare downtown to yerevan it's it's a busy place it has nothing to do but with not danger yeah, wise. Okay, not danger man, wise. Downtown, they're vaccinating each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's people vaccinating each other there too. Bro. No, no, man, no, not are. as much. Yeah, there's not as much, but it, it exists. Okay, bro, you go to downtown, there's all these vaccinated needles that you could find that you could probably dispose of safely. I get you, but it's just, I don't know, man. For somewhere I, did, I didn't know anything about Yerevan, I just felt comfortable to just explore. I just drive and get lost and. Try to find my way back using a Yandex app that I got introduced to. And Which is the Uber of Armenia. Yeah, it's like the Uber of Armenia. First day, all my buddies handled everything, set up everything for me. I had my phone ready to go. and That's it. I felt I didn't even need a transition time in Armenia. First day, I was on a long trip. Minelli is asking, did you go to Artsakh or were you even allowed no, to as an Armenian? I did have the chance to go. I chose not to go. You chose not to go? Yes, Why? for reasons I will not discuss here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. What are you, a guest? <laughs> no, no, no. I just don't want to talk about that portion of it yet. Oh. That's something we could talk about later down the line. Let's See, leave that's what happens alone. with the sex change all of a sudden. Then, all yeah, the sex hormones. No, seriously, why? What was the reason why? There, I just... I had the opportunity, and I was very close to taking the trip. I backed out last minute. That's all I could tell you. Or were you afraid of basically going? Oh no, not Tarzan really mode, gungo over there. No, uh, I had I knew people. I was gonna go see over there. My friend's wife is from Artsakh, so we're gonna go to her house. I just didn't do it. The mom came to. So is it an emotional stuff. thing, or is what? It no, was no, no. It's just honestly, they didn't want me to go. The people around me didn't want me to go there. I wanted to go. But mm. I didn't go. That's all it was. Nothing with the paperwork, nothing legally. Everything was fine. 
You weren't going to get drafted, right? Safety, uh, ma- safety, safety concern, concern basis. Yeah, you know. exactly. What it was. was it because of the transition? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> like. That. They don't like trans over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Did you try to go to Artsakh or no? No. Would you want to go to Artsakh? I don't know because, uh, you know, vegan goes there frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and vegan offered to take me if he was going to go, but I think during the time I was there, he was already in Artsakh, and he came back. I got to see him for breakfast real quick, and then I came back a few days later. So, I, but no, I did. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't cross my mind. I, I haven't thought about whether I'd want to go or not. But it just it would take uh, three days, four days out of the trip, and I only had eighteen days total. Oh. We did have other people we wanted to see in Armenia. We had a lot of people to see, surprisingly, not even having that many relatives. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you... Were you able to fulfill everything you wanted to in that one trip? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so when... This trip was mainly to see people I hadn't seen. See, I went back in 2003. I went back in 2003 with five other guys. I was 19. Didn't care to see much people. I only spent like time with two of the people that I knew there. This time it was different. It was just 40 years old. I I went and saw people I hadn't seen since I was like seven years old. Went to their houses in the villages and spent the day there. You went, as, me, that you, was went as a, you went as an adult at this point. Exactly. It's a big difference. <clears throat> Levik is asking, is there still a, a stray dog yes, population issue? there is a big stray dog population issue there. But... I did. I, I did. Did you feel threatened by those dogs? No. I mean, they they, they were better at stopping at the red lights than the, the humans were. Yeah, that's what my parents were saying. Crazy. Well. They said mentioned something about tags on their ears. They all, yeah, the ones that are tagged supposedly are sprayed, spayed, or neutered. I wouldn't. Well, because once you neuter a dog, they tend to be far less aggressive. So that may be one of the reasons. I would change more about how the people's perception of those dogs was. Well, it's because of the law. Trash. Well, it's because of the new laws. You can't beat them. You can't kill them like you used to before. Oh, I'm I'm not for them beating. But you see the people's reaction to the dogs. You see, like if the law wasn't there and they didn't care, they would have killed those dogs. Yeah, but I, I I didn't see anybody treat them badly except for that one story I shared one, with you guys but which you should share with us nobody knows about what the story with the dog <laughs> didn't you mention it no do you want to mention it yeah, I mean the, there's negatives anywhere in this world you go guys anywhere in this world you go you're gonna see the negatives yeah. too but if you're gonna go anywhere and try to find the negative parts of it then you're wasting your time and your trip so I decided to focus on the positives and the Great people I got the chance to meet again and reconnect with. That's what it was about. Jake says, what kind of psychopath can one be to lose his dog? I mean, lose his dog. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) the the story I don't want to share, Jake, is of me stopping these two guys from beating their dog to death with a bat. Their own dog. (laughs) Their own dog. (laughs) For the stupidest reason. Did the dog bite one of them or something? So well, cat's out the back. Yeah, now I got to tell the story. Okay. So <laughs> All right. So when I was in Armenia, in Yerevan, we're at 
we're at a uh, lounge. It's like 1.30, 2 a.m. We leave the lounge. And we're walking home. It's me, my wife, my sister, her husband, and... Um, Your brother and the wife? No, my brother had already left Armenia. And my sister's sister-in-law. So, so we're walking. Somehow we end up in very like alley type of streets, dark streets. That's well, that's what the map told me to take. To, we were going to go to um, Arami Street because there's places open after 2 a.m. So we were walking down, and 10, 15 minutes into it, uh, we hear this dog whining and crying. So my sister's like, I think there's something wrong. And keep in mind, she's a dog owner, so she's more alert to these types of things than I am. The way a dog cries, you could tell what it's about. Yeah. So I said, no, it's, and, I, and I see these two guys near a dog, and it's dark. I'm like, it's, it's probably the late night crew that comes, takes these dogs to, you know, neuter them or give them their shots or whatever. But then I noticed there's these four or five dogs, like, kind of circling around and barking like they're, you know, they're Trying upset about something. Yeah. On. And my sister's like, I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're trying to hurt this dog. And then as she says that, I hear another girl run out and scream, you know, in Armenian, what are you guys doing? So like, okay, there's definitely something wrong now because if one of the locals is saying that, then yeah. Some, <laughs> yeah. Something's, down. something's down. It's They're not trying to vaccinate these dogs. So me and Mike, my brother-in-law, we run to these guys and I see... One of the guys has gloves on, and with the towel, he's grabbed the dog by the mouth. Yeah. And he's picked him up, and his friend has a bat, and he's about to beat Swing it, it, beat it to death. So I yell at this guy, like, you know, I'm like, what, what the fuck are you doing? And this guy's like, you talking to me? I said, yeah, I'm talking to you. He's like, what is it to you what I'm doing? I said, you're trying to kill the dog. Of course, what do you mean, what is it to me? He's like, well, it's my dog. I could kill it if I want. I said, you can't kill a dog on the street like this, man. Like, Where do you think this is? He's like, are you even from this area? He's like, what the hell does it matter where I'm from? It's called being a human at this point. Yeah. I'm like, does it matter where I'm from? He goes, yeah, of course it does. I said, no, it doesn't. I said, no, I'm not from here. I said, if I said if you did this where I'm from, I said you'd get shot on the street. Not, somebody would put a bullet in your head. You know, not that? the dog. Not the dog. This guy's like, well, this is how we do it here. And then he asked me the stupidest question. He goes, and and this whole time he's still holding on to the dog. Keep in mind. Now was and, it a big dog? Like a. Like a 40-pound... Medium-sized dog. Okay. Yeah, medium-sized dog. They're all the same size in a sense, bro. Yeah. And and the guy's like... He's like, do you eat meat? I said, what does eating meat have to do with you killing... I said, are you killing the dog to eat the meat? He goes, no, the dog bit my kid. I said, okay, it's your dog, right? So you raised it to be aggressive, and that's why it bit your kid. I said... Why would you kill the dog? Why don't you just let it go or call the shelter, let him come take yeah. him and put him down humanely? He goes, we don't have that type of service here. I said, you don't have the money for it? I'll pay for it if you don't have the money for it. Like, what do you mean you don't have such a service? 
Which is horseshit. Yeah. I said, listen, you're going to put the dog down now. You're going to let it go or it's not going to end, end good for you tonight. Put the dog down now or else I'm going to put you down right now. So he puts the dog. The run, dog runs away. These other neighbors come out like, what the hell's going on? You know, what's all this noise? I'm like, these motherfuckers are trying to kill this dog. So one of the neighbors end up calling the cops. Oh, shit. Uh, you know, we go at it a little bit. Nothing physical, but, you know. Just yelling at one another. Yeah. Well, not even yelling, per se. And it's just your mentality and theirs will never Because I was understand. trying to control myself to not get to the point of, because, you know, my wife's there, my sister's there. You're in a foreign country. I'm in a foreign country. I have no idea, you know, what these... See, I, I, even at that point, you don't even... Look, did you look at it as you're in a foreign country? It's you, not about... No, it's not looking at it. You are, man. You are in a foreign country. Up at you're the, there with the a The neighborhood passport, itself man. is different. Even here, like, if I go to some random neighborhood, it's different than it's if different I'm in my own neighborhood. Right? It's I wasn't in my own neighborhood there. It was some random neighborhood. I have no idea... Where I'm at, who these guys are, what the what other neighbors capable are capable of. Some neighbor can pull, you know, rifle and shoot me from, you know, I have no idea where I'm at. The point was to let the dog go, which they did. That's all you wanted. And that's all I wanted. And, you know, one of the guys ran away as soon as he heard about cops. This guy was still trying to be a tough guy. I told him, just get the fuck out of here. And, you know, we walked away. And, you know, hopefully the dog wasn't stupid enough to go back to them. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, no. That, I'm sure those other way. street dogs will convince them, hey, get the hell away from that guy. <laughs> don't go back to Don't you. go back to that asshole. Yeah, There's so good people on the streets, bro. That was my experience. I with, wish with they the did. Thing. I mean, sometimes I felt like those dogs added character to the city in a sense. But then I see how it could get overwhelming for some people. But those dogs are really smart, man. Surprisingly smart, Arnold. Dude, they are. This happened. They are very uh, smart. Dogs. This happened this, this year, this three summer. months ago, yeah. in uh, end of August this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, my parents were telling me as well when they were there in August. You know, they would go to a stop walk to basically cross the street, and the dogs come would sit there, sit there, wait for the light to change. Yeah, yeah. and then they would. It's crazy because I would like pay attention. Some of these dogs would come sit there, waiting for their turn, and some dumbass would just come walk while it's still red. I'd be like, oh shit, look. This dog's smarter than that thing. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. So let me ask you this: as far as police are concerned, uh, what was what was? <laughs> well, we call, so, 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 so you said cops. Well, the neighbors called the cops. So as we as we're walking away, these cops were you know parked there with their lights on. They're standing around smoking. Me and Mike went to them. We said. <laughs> Do you happen to be looking? <laughs> Sorry, could you imagine Glendale PD Stand. parked on Glen Oaks with their with their radar? <laughs> <laughs> hey Jake, we got one. <laughs> They're wearing your clothes. So we we approach these guys. We're like, "Excuse me, officer. Do you happen to be here for the call about the dog?" Yeah, yeah, we are. We're like, it's right up there. He's like, "Okay, let, let me finish my let cigarette. Let me finish my cigarette, and then I'm gonna head up there." I'm thinking to myself, are you like, are you kidding me? You're going to finish your cigarette? You know, to me, the cops were really helpful for one thing. I asked directions, bro. That's all I saw, the cops. And yes, you're right. I mean, majority of them were just chilling and smoking by their car. But driving in Yerevan was impossible for me. I wouldn't even attempt it. Forget it. Why don't you park in the wrong spot? 
out for five seconds, see what happens. Taking the Yerevan? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a ticket? Bro, it's all cameras. Everything you, is on not camera. Just, you have you eight, don't even have to stop. 18 cops show up. But you're trying to kill a dog, he has to finish okay. his cigarette first. I, bro, <laughs> I look at some of the videos of these cops that are like on duty, and I'm like, bro, if you can't make it to Glendale PD, Burbank PD, LAPD, you could make it to Armenian PD. Like these guys are beyond out of shape, man. It's not. I wouldn't say some of these guys are. See, in Armenia, they have the new cops. Did you notice there's a difference between the, the outfits? Old, the outfits were different, <laughs> and then they have the cooler cars. So and then, Nico- then you have the Soviet cops. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, the, the, the Soviet, Soviet cops have? still take money. Nichols got a crew. These guys actually have weapons. So the previous, the regular cops we had before, you know, they were just a bunch of security guards with big stomachs. Yeah, now but, Nico's and got and whistles. Yeah, basically. But Nico's got these cops that actually have a real uniform, physique. a little bit of physique, and supposedly they don't take money. And I asked a lot of the locals that I know, and supposedly this new crew does not work the Are same way. Are they armed? Yeah, some of them were armed. Armed yes. as and handguns. Handguns, and they were walking in public like, I mean, I've had coffee standing next to them many times. I mean, I don't know. Here, cops, I don't get intimidated, but cops don't make you feel comfortable around here. But over there, I had no issue. Here, they don't make you feel comfortable? Yeah. What shit. are you hiding? Well, I mean, I've always had something to hide. <laughs> shit. I was at something on him. I was at, I was, at um, I was picking up food from uh, Panda. We had some guests coming over. And there was this guy that was inside Panda. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say what ethnicity he was, but he was being very loud, very obnoxious, uh, very disruptive, and it was getting to the point where he was disturbing a lot of the people that were there having a meal and ordering food. And I'm just like, and I was with my niece. I was just like, all right, just keep your cool. Don't worry about it. He's just he's just being obnoxious. Let and it go. I, and, huh? and I told my niece, I was, you know, I'll put it <laughs> this guy, I figured he'd be like, "All right, doing just this." So I'm with a, I'm with a 14 year old niece. So and I told her, I'm like, you know, just don't look at him, don't make eye contact, don't he'll don't worry about it. So loud, obnoxious. You know what happens? Cop walks in. For, Stops for yeah. He, cop walks in for dinner, picking up his dinner. Walks it. This guy's quiet. Oh, Not a single. Peep yeah. came out of him. He sat there. He ate his food. Cop ordered his meal. Walked out. As soon as that door shut. Motherfucker, bro. And I'm just like, I'm like, I wish I could just walk back out and tell the cop, can you just come and stand here until I get my food and leave? So the fact that you're saying you feel kind of. I mean. They're supposed to be intimidating. They're, they're supposed to be. I'm not saying I'm. Intimidated, but man, like you can't call it fear, but you, it's like an intimidation factor here, and they carry it that way. But over there, the cops, first of all, they don't look intimidating to you because they're all like five, three, five, five <laughs> max, you know? They look like a stray dog. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're out of, they're out I of, mean, sh- to they're me, it was more of, like, look, out bro, of sheep guys. Basically. Here's the thing, like, for me, it was just more like the high and elive, orva virtue, me born of. Whatever it is. I, I don't know. That's just the take I had. I 
Many of my directions in Yerevan were from the cops, bro. Every time I got lost, I saw the lights. So here's another thing: yeah. in Armenia, yeah, what, you, didn't, you didn't have a you didn't have a map to kind of. Yeah, I did, but if I would needed like a little, you know, in Yerevan, you can have shortcuts. Uh, There's okay. a lot of the shortcuts. Shortcut leads you to saving a dog's life. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so in Armenia, it's kind of backwards. So the cops, if the cop is on duty, they have to leave their lights on. Yeah, it's like constantly on. If they're off duty, if they're on, on duty. duty, they have to have the lights oh my on. God, that's annoying, bro. And if they're oh, off they're, duty, they have to have the lights off. Yeah, they drive by you. It's just constantly like. But then here's so the, the thing: lights are always they're, on the if they're driving around. Not the Even. sound, not the no, 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 no. lights, lights. lights. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, if you look at it this way, so I was talking to my friend. I was like, "What's the reason? Like our cops, they turn their lights off. They hide. You speed by them, they whack you. You know, it's, it's, it's that's the way it's been. He's like, no, for us." The cops leave the lights on to so you can, to be noticed. Yeah. So you can slow down and not get caught. I mean, it makes sense to me in a sense. I mean, maybe we could learn something from there. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> no, no. They need to meet their quota. Anna's asking, uh, what do you think about everything closing so early and not being able to order like a pomodoro zavatsa at 2 a.m.? Uh, no, there's spots. There's some spots. There's some spots. Yeah. Karas was 24-hour great food. I mean, Lavash was my place to go. It was right around the corner. Yeah. I loved everything they had. Everything at the Lavash closed early. I think 11, no? 12. 12? Yeah, it's two, midnight, yeah. And they opened early. So Lavash was breakfast like crazy, 10 a.m. And then this year, 8.30, they were open and it was great. So it was like a last call sort of thing? No, I mean, at like could, midnight? At midnight, their kitchen was shut down and it would stay open until even one o'clock. I've sat there until one. It was a great restaurant. I love their food, everything. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. A lot of places. I, I'm, I'm into the whole fast, just pick up something and go. And there was a few of those kebab places, you know, with the wrap. I love those. those. They were good? They were, they were amazing. I liked it. it was, because I don't want to waste my time with the sitting down unless yeah. I was going to sit at Lavash for like... A nice no, meal. Man, I'm you know? more of a sit down, enjoy the meal, enjoy the food. No, Especially man, to when me, you're like, well, you, just, you're not in your, you're in Armenia, man. You're yeah. To me, it was just more time spent. You want a calorie butter? Come to my house. I'll make you a calorie <laughs> butter. Wrap it in fast. Yeah, fast. No, man, you gotta you sit go. down and enjoy. No, it. I did. I did both, and I, for me, I enjoy those quick meals much better. Side of the road, getting a nice corn with some butter on the on the side of the road was just something you miss, bro. And I was there. Hector says if you're in someone's backyard, you have no business in their business. What, what do you mean by that? Are you like, for example, the, sh- the dog story that I shared with you, what would you have done if you were me? You would, but you weren't in their backyard, brother. I think backyard he's referring to like oh, the, your okay. town, your, you know, your hood. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Um, what would you have? To, would you have just walked away and said, you know, I have no business. It's their dog. They're trying to whip, you know, beat it to death. It's their prerogative. Um, it's not my city. It's not my block. I should walk away. So I, I'm not sure what you mean by that. But I mean, I don't think in Armenia that doesn't really. It does exist, but you could get away with it. With what? You, this is my block, and this is your block. I, I didn't notice that shit over there. I mean, I spent a lot of my time in Abovian. I'll be honest, and to me, that's just where I grew up. I knew a lot of people. I felt at home. It was great. Albovian, I drove a car too. I had no issues. Dandy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, stick yeah. shift? Stick shift, definitely. Shifted, shifted in, in reverse. 
No, I mean, Hector, if you look at it, you have to look at it in a humane way. You're talking about like, you know, if the if you're not if you're if you're in someone else's backyard, so if you leave a city, you go you're you're a tourist somewhere. Let's even call it to even the United States or um so you know, if you're out like in Seattle out and, and about this, you're going to just walk yeah, away. Yeah, you're going to walk away. It's not it's not my backyard. Or imagine if that was a person, man. If that was a kid or if that was a if it was a guy basically beating his wife, but you're not going to say anything because it's not in your backyard. I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's more of a humane thing at that point. You don't let somebody take a dog and beat it to death. Plus in today's society, unfortunately, everybody's become a, and I know Hector's not one of those guys, but everybody's become the, I'm going to just videotape it so I could post it no, on no, TikTok no, no. and Instagram. To get World views. star. Yeah. No, no. I want to, I want to know what he means by that though. He says you don't know what that dog has done. Yeah, but regardless, I, I, I don't think that's the way to go. Man. Like I said, there's a lot of, for example, one of my close friends years ago had a dog that was super became super aggressive after some time, and he was biting the owners, the neighbors. He didn't beat it to death in his backyard. He, they, they took him to the shelter, and they, they put him down. Uh, yeah, if you have an over overly aggressive dog, yeah. I mean, there was that one dog, what was it, two weeks ago. It was either a pit bull or a mastiff, one of those two. It attacked the owner and the daughter and bit both of them. Uh, it actually dragged the owner through the house. She had multiple lacerations on her hand, on her legs, on her face. Uh, that dog at that point, yeah, it's you got to put it down. You're not going to take that dog to... Uh, a trainer and be like, all right, listen, you know, we're gonna we're gonna train the dog and make sure it doesn't bite. No, uh, that dog is at that point where, you know, mentally it's just not it's not safe to have around. So you you'll put it down. But you know, dogs get to that point because of owners and the way owners raise them. Yeah. See, one of my clients was mentioning to me. He said, um, "Oh, I uh, you know I I got a big backyard now. I got to get two dogs." I goes, why two? He goes, I work most of the time. And he goes, if I get one dog and I leave it in the backyard and I go to work and come home, by the time, you know, the dog wants to play with me and stuff, I'll play with it for like an hour, maybe take it out for a walk. And then, you know, I got to eat dinner, sleep, go to work the same day. And he goes, the only time I'll be able to actually spend time with it is on Saturdays and Sundays. So he goes, I want to get another dog for it so it'll be its companion. Yeah. You're asking for twice the trouble at that point. So, well, no. So listen to where he, why he was mentioning this. So he says, when I get two and I and they're in the backyard, he goes, they'll play together. They'll spend time together. You know, in fact, he said they'll communicate together and both dogs won't go through anxiety. They won't go through depression. They won't go through stress. And then when I come home and I want to spend time with them, now he's like, not only are they companions with each other, but I'm also another companion of theirs. So, you know, dogs have emotions just like everybody else. You know, if you if you beat a dog, it's going to get angry. If you leave a dog alone for a long time and it doesn't see people, doesn't interact, doesn't go for walks, shits all over the backyard and it's not clean, it's going to go through depression, it's going to go through stress, it's going to go through anxiety, and eventually that dog will backlash on you. Why? Because of animal instinct. Of course. Imagine if you if you were locked up in a backyard by yourself for 
days, and all they did was, okay, here's here's some food. Well, that's typically what they do here's to the water. dogs that are supposed to guard like the junkyards, and you know, yeah, yeah. Those and, types and of that's places. why those dogs majority aggressive. of the time they're super yeah. they're super super aggressive. I mean, I I don't know. I I look at it as if if you're gonna have a dog, make sure you have the time to spend with yeah. it, train it, feed it, be its companion. And if you can't, don't get a dog or get another one. I mean, when I went to Armenia, my first phone call back, my wife's like, Cuddles will not go to bed. He just keeps looking for you. My dog was... You sleep with your dog? My Well, our dog sleeps in oh, the bed, okay. yeah. I don't sleep with the dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> the way this guy asks questions, you got to make sure you... By the way, guys, if you guys are enjoying this show, the conversation, go ahead and like and share it with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button and subscribe so that you and get notified. And there's a little bell notification there yeah. as well. Click that bell notification to, so it'll... To all. Yeah, so and it'll it'll let you guys know when we go live every Monday at 7.30. Um, so should we move on to Kanye or Kyrie Irving? Which well, Kanye and Kyrie are kind of like tied into each other. Yes, yeah, they're intertwined. intertwined. So uh, a lot of shit went down about... A week, a week and a half, two weeks ago with Kanye West. Well, it's been a month now with, between the two of yeah, them. Yeah, between the two of them. But uh, there were some comments made by Kanye West regarding the Jewish community. And then Kyrie Irving. Which was what? what? What did he say? I mean, I don't know the exact details as far as what was said. I don't know if you guys have the actual article on it, but obviously some anti-Semitic term. Well, there were two things he said, primarily that I think caused the... Uh, chaos or you know is one was a late night tweet where he said i'm a bit sleepy tonight but when i wake up i'm going to death con three on jewish people the funny thing is i actually can't be anti-semitic because black people are actually jew also you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever poses your agenda now this came and that was a tweet that was deleted later later yeah uh this came after he had a. I'm trying try to remember if this was before or after he had the interview with Lex um, Friedman. Friedman. Friedman, where he had the discussion about. I think it was the bef- Jewish media. I think it was before. Was it before? Yeah, yeah. He had the interview and then he tweeted it and then he removed the tweet yeah. because obviously that that tweet would have been brought up during the interview. Then maybe the interview was before this. Yeah. Because what he talked about during the interview was he said, you know, my manager was Jewish, my agent was Jewish, my attorney was Jewish. He's like, the media is run by Jews. His advisors were all Jewish. Yeah. He says, and there's been times where they've screwed me over. So they took that as he's kind of going against the Jewish community versus talking about just specific but Jews. he's not going against the that's how what they he, took it. That's what anti-Semitic Now, they can take it any way they want. But the way I looked at it is, what he's trying to say is, well, if the Semites are from Africa, right? He's African-American. Is that what he's trying to say? He's trying to say that Africans are Semites. But, but That's his, history. But his comment is not that far from the truth. It's not Is Hollywood any. not controlled by the Jewish community primarily? Aren't most producers and actors, uh, distributors, and 
Writers, actors, directors. I, I don't know about actors. Well, majority. Majority of are. Too. Here's are the thing: when you look, when you really look deep into Hollywood, as far as uh, the actors, some of the actors, when you look, they go, "Oh, he's Polish or he's Ukrainian background or Austrian background." Uh, when you really dig deep into it, either mom or dad, one until, of them, until one the, of them was Jewish. Until the Emmy comes in, they're not Jewish. Until then, 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 then. But see, that, that's what I don't understand: is if he's stating the facts. Yes, I mean, if what? somebody said that about the Armenian community, I'd be like proud of it. Like, yeah, we do control that industry. Why is that such a bad thing for me? Because to want that's to threatening. Him? When the truth comes out, how is that it's thre- threatening? We all that. know it. We all know that. Yeah, it's not even a secret. Did they? Did he let out a secret for these people? No, but he that's, spoke that's, about. That's it. what it is. It's spoke anti- you just anti-Semitic, mentioned basically. Yeah, but there, there is gonna come a time. That anti-Semitic word is going to lose meaning because they're overusing it. It's going to start to stink at some point. You well, can't yeah, call yeah, well, everything anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's going to lose value. Yeah, what it was, man. Just it was, like racist. When you, yeah. they call everything a racist, it loses yeah. its I look at it purpose. like, you know what it was? It was kind of like the meal was presented to everybody and it was a dish that was covered. He just basically raised the dish, but everybody knew what they ordered already. Now here's where was my there. question is: Where is the black community in this? In to see Charles? Him? No, they all turned their back on him because because it started October third when he showed up to that event wearing a T-shirt that said "White Lives, White Matter. Lives Matter." That's when this whole thing started. The the media turned against him. The people turned against him. The black community turned against him. So, so he was right, but. He was also bashing BLM, which is again, there's a name, lot of truth name to what one he was black saying. community that got a dollar from the BLM. Name one the black founders. Community. That's it. The founders. Just of the BLM founders. Got a lot no, of money. Nobody in Detroit. Nobody in Chicago. Saw nobody a in St. Louis. Nobody in Detroit. Nobody None in Southside Chicago. Nobody in New Orleans. Nobody now, my, saw anything. My only shock is when I see people from the. African American community just dumping on Kanye. Yeah, but he also to protect their own. But ass. he also he also talked about Floyd. So he kept on pouring gas gasoline on it. Then he talked about Floyd. How he said it wasn't the knee of the cop that killed him. It was the, the fentanyl. fentanyl. So that was another thing. And then that's when Adidas decided. All right, we're cutting ties with Kanye. None of this had anything ba- to do with it until Balenciaga. Balenciaga cut ties. Gap, Apple Music, Peloton came out and said, we're no longer going to play your music on any of the, uh, uh, you know, bicycles, any of the... Bro, uh, I feel like Kanye is at war at this point. That's the way I'm looking at it. He is at war, and he will come out on top. Bro, do you know how much money Adidas is going to lose he doesn't off, of, give a shit. off of the off the, uh, off the Yeezys? As a man that No, 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 not him. Adidas is going to lose money. I don't give a fuck. See, here's the thing. The Jewish community loves the fact that Adidas let go of Kanye. Where does Adidas come from? Germany. Thank you. Ever considered that one? I don't. Does nothing makes sense at this point? <laughs> nothing makes sense. I actually sense. didn't think about that. <laughs> Adidas comes from Germany. Holy shit! Yeah. Nothing I, makes. I didn't. Think, think about, about Jews, it, bro. German. And <laughs> Let's have some logic in well, this all because bullshit, Well, because he did bro. talk about the Holocaust with Lex Friedman as well. Is it Friedman? Or like Friedman, yeah. Lex yeah, Friedman. Friedman, right? Yeah. 
I liked Lex Friedman and I liked the way he ran his interview, but my respect for Kanye is at a different level where he just toyed with the guy. See, look at what 49ers sweep. <laughs> the 49ers is saying, I'm not going to mention He says, uh, they said Yeezy's brought 40% of Adidas's proceeds. That's not accurate. It's 10%. Is it? Yeah. Because there was somebody saying it's half of Adidas's revenue. That's I, a lot, And man. I looked into it. It's a... It's a it's anywhere between eight to because mind you, look, Adidas, which is still huge. It's huge, it's huge. Because look, Adidas makes the jumpsuits. They make a lot of jerseys. They're with the NBA now as well, uh, as far as some some of the jerseys that are being made. Uh, the FIFA World Cup is right around the corner. A lot of jerseys are being made for them. Cleats, not I'm, all Adidas. You'll be shocked this year. No, no, no. There's Adidas. There's Puma. There's Nike. But Adidas is look. Uh, say what you want to say, but it, with soccer, it's either Adidas or Nike leading the pack. Always, it's always been Adidas. I mean, I for me, Adidas as long or Nike. As I was in soccer. Look, Nike didn't come into the soccer scene. Ninety two, ninety four. No, later. Yeah, man. man. Brazil, no, man. Nike, when Brazil, ninety four, ninety five. You talked about Nike before that. We, bro, none of us even had a pair of Nikes in no, soccer. Go to. None. I'll tell you when you'll remember. Now, this is this is nostalgic. This is gonna be nostalgic for you right now. Go ahead. In ninety two, ninety four, and ninety eight, what was the soccer team that was dominating in the world? Internationally, Brazil, Brazil, yeah. right? Majority. And what was Brazil wearing? The Nike, right? Mm-hmm. And then do you remember those commercials that would come out with Ronaldo on them, with Figo on them, uh, Portugal Figo, yeah. and they made the Brazil at the airport commercial, yeah, the Nike yeah, soccer commercial. And then remember when they made the Eric Cantana the cage commercial with Nike yes. Sports? But wait, even at that time, the, when Nike came into soccer, not all of us were wearing Nikes. For no, a no, long no, 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 they weren't. So for me, Diodoro was a bigger name in soccer. Diodoro was, Puma then, was, Lazarea was, yeah. Adidas was, they were. Loto, bro, I, I had like five, six sets of Lotos. Yes. I mean, those are the but best Adidas, shit. Adidas came out with the saying, just do it, and they dumped in a bunch of money into it. But in the beginning, their, their cleats were horrible. The first pair of Nikes I wore was just uncomfortable. I was so used to the same pair. But anyways, you know? we tend to digress. Yeah, We're going so into soccer. soccer. Now, now we went into See, soccer. Harry confirmed it's 10%, which so is, it is, is still huge, which it's is still massive. bigger. Than, it's still it's bigger than what Jordan Air Jordan is for Nike, actually. Correct. Ye- Yeezy generates more revenue than Air Jordan for Nike. Yeah, because it's more of a... Wow. They're comfortable shoes. The Ultra Boost, the Yeezys, all those are very comfortable shoes. And I think it's become more of a fashion statement with the Yeezys. Like if you have a pair of Yeezys... It's Honestly, all. it's the most uncomfortable shoes I've ever owned. Really? After no, years I, of... I have never uh, owned a pair. I, I was finally pushed into getting one. The most uncomfortable shoes I've ever worn in my okay, life. Okay, Ye- the Yeezys and the Ultra Boosts come with the foam insert that they have. I'm wearing, I'm wearing the Ultra Boost Bro, right now. The first one I got, the top part was constantly pinching. And I was like, okay, maybe How? I, need to get a few days. I need to get a bigger size. I got a bigger size. Well, it's like... Bro, it's like a sock, though. How is it pinching? Armon likes bigger size. Bigger the better. Well, but but, but there's a lot of rumors about how he wanted out of these contracts, and this may have been his way of getting out. But the guy, I mean, lost t- t- over two billion dollars. I, I really don't think he gives a shit. I don't think Kanye gives a shit, and I personally have a lot of respect for what Kanye's done. Kanye's a man that was crying for help from his friends. He wanted to see his own kids. We're all dads here. Yeah. I don't give a shit he was married to Kim Kardashian or who he was married to. He, the man wanted to see his kids. He bought the mansion next to his ex's house 
to see his own kids and he wasn't allowed to. So if any man has ever faced that, this dude's trying to see his own kids. Now, what he's doing is at work. He's going he's gonna to go all the way. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to stop. He will not stop. And honestly, I hope... Dude, I, I was telling I this to my brother-in-law as well the other day. I was like, I really, really, really hope somebody basically grows a pair of balls as far as company-wise and picks up Kanye... Like Elon a, Musk has to pick him up and well, be, no, Elon make Musk a and him are him, him, they're, no, they're, 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 they're close. They're friends. But I hope like a Reebok I don't, picks up where Kanye. he is today. Even Could Elon you, won't touch him, bro. No, no, man. Elon, we, Elon will me? not touch him. You're today, talking about a guy who walked into Twitter with the sink in his hand saying basically he's here to... Let this sink in. Yeah, let this sink in. Are, <laughs> are you kidding, kidding me? I still don't think bro, he even fired Elon everybody. will stand next to him today. Bro, he fired, he fired the girl that banned you, bro. Trump. No, he took down the whole board. Twitter <laughs> board does not exist, and, and he did it on a Friday. He didn't even wait yeah. till Monday. No, I look, I like I'm go happy enjoy your weekend. That's great, but I'm telling you guys, even Elon today, where so the type of mess he set himself in, Kanye, not too many people will stand next to him, and the ones that have the power don't have the balls or control. Uh, all I'm saying is, I hope somebody like a rebound. Look, you have to be stupid not to pick up Kanye West after this deal with Adidas fell apart. Because if you're Reebok, if you're Nike, if you're even if you're even Skechers, he went man, to Skechers and they didn't accept allowing him. Skechers is so stupid, yeah, bro. But think you about it. Skechers sh- is using that who, okay, as a come up on, today. Wait, let, me, let me explain something. Kanye to you. came to me and I yes. said no. Yeah, okay, Edgar's think right about, about it, that. Bro. Yeah. Here's the thing: society nowadays, especially the young crowd. They're all into this whole fashion, this whole TikTok, this whole Instagram. If they see that, oh, new Yeezys come out, they're either Reebok or they're Nike or whatever they are, bro, it will it will blow up. It will be more than 10%, in my opinion. Harry said Adidas is owned by Reebok. Oh, oh is oh, it? Adidas owns Reebok. Oh, there Adidas you go. Adidas owns Reebok. Just why like why can't else. he start his own? He will. Why That's, does he need I feel like maybe Reebok or Nike? He or... wanted out of all these contracts so he can go it's on possible. his own on everything. Because he, Kanye is one of the only artists left that owns everything. All his music oh, is it, owned by him. Okay, imagine Snoop Dogg is the only other one I know that owns all their music. Apple Music dropped him, right? Do you know who Apple Music hasn't dropped? Oh, who was molesting young girls? Oh, all R. Of Kelly was. R. Kelly. You're shitting me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta see this, man. If they haven't dropped R. Kelly, and that fool's. Basically, Dude, one foot in jail. Did did the? Did, oh, I deleted my Apple Music. Did the Jewish community or any community try to cancel Epstein or anything related to Epstein? I mean, no. you can do as as long as you're you have dirt that on the whole elite. Case is kind of can, weird, bro. That it's, case it's, is kind of it's, stupid, it's bro. It's not weird. The whole Look world Jack, revolves around blackmail. What's her name? Maxwell, Jaisine Maxwell, or whatever her yeah, bullshit. Yeah, they put her in a in, in in some type of soft, solitary confinement. Why? Is she convicted of anything? No. Well, nobody's talking. Is about she on anything. trial? Have you heard anything about it? The trial was like twelve minutes. She was she was found guilty. Yeah, but of what? Of to human trafficking. The media was the, focused on. So was the, there one victim, bro? Here's the thing. Uh, who's the Who's the young kid that was tried for uh, shooting those two guys? Uh, written, uh, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Rittenhouse? Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Okay. Kyle Rittenhouse's case 
was so public. Every Johnny, Johnny Depp's Depp, case, so public, where everything, and you're talking about. Again, now you see what Kanye was talking about. See those those were out videos, uh, different types of angles of the of both the plaintiffs, defendants. Those were fine. Keep the masses and, busy. And the the best part of it was the good guy won in both those cases. Both Kyle Rittenhouse's and Johnny Depp's, the good guy won because Johnny Depp's ex-wife was a psychopath, shitting in beds and all. And then Kyle Rittenhouse was defending himself, and those were publicly, well, basically out and about. But this one, where there's human trafficking involved, sex offenders, child molesters involved, all of a sudden now we're getting these well, these sketches. Politicians Let me tell you how simple prince, it is. Uh, prince involved. Let me tell you how simple it is to convict all these guys. Very, 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 very simple. You don't need you don't need Giselle's list. You don't need Epstein's black book list. You know what you need? This. All those politicians, all those celebrities, all those powerful princes, prime ministers, whoever, anybody that went to the island had their phone on them. Did they not? Bro, are you kidding me? Well, did Where, they, okay, what's happening to Hunter Biden's laptop? Hold, no, How no. many months has it been that they've been talking about, we got it, we got the laptop? <laughs> But listen Isn't to what I'm saying. To you that the left listen right to what exist? I'm saying. All of our phones have a unique ID, right? Like a just uh, like yeah, our yeah, yeah. Okay. Now you don't think after nine eleven these guys know exactly where this phone has been at any given second of the day. Definitely. Of course they do. So they can't they can't take one of those satellites, identify that island, and say, "Oh, a it, text was sent." It at actually this time. no, no. It looks like on October seventeenth, Bill Clinton was actually on this island wearing a blue dress, and so on. So was on this island. Why? Why don't they do that? You don't need their list. You don't need the discs. You don't need their any of that stuff, man. But then the people that are supposed to be checking everything you're saying are, are the part people of the that people were there. That put the shit together. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm telling you, anybody now when people. I'm so sick and tired of people posting on like social media saying that, oh, they got Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, uh, this is it. They found more evidence on uh, Joe Biden and the Hunter and and the Biden family and this. I go, bro, I'm tired of hearing about it because what's going to happen is, you see that rug right there? They're going to pick up that rug and they're going to brush it right under and they're going to put it right over and everybody's going to stop talking about it. And some stupid. Some fiasco is going to take place where you're going to forget about this and you're going to start focusing on that. Guys, with Kanye and with Kyrie, Kyrie and Ky- Kyrie, these guys, they need the leaders in the African-American community. And yeah, where's Reverend Jackson? Up. Where's that Jack asshole? Off. Those guys have been bought and paid for for a long time. You think Kyrie expects one of those pricks to come back him? What, but what's there funny? is some strong names that should step up and help their brothers and see what's what's funny to what's me is going on you today, look man. you look at some older photos of reverend jackson jesse jackson back in the day uh there was a so-called quote-unquote white supremacist racist that he was actually taking money from and backing up you guys know who it is right number 45 president trump mm-hmm. him and jesse jackson were buddies yes so President, you guys think Trump is completely innocent in his whole I'm life? I'm not saying in, in this island thing. Uh, even in this on island, this island thing, I, in this I don't island know. thing, he is 100. percent I'll tell you why. 
He's the one name they would have published if he was on that island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he oh, was yeah, on that, that list, it would have been, been, been done. That, exposed by now. Yeah, I that, think, I think they would, he is just as deep <laughs> as they are. Let me put it to you this way. If Trump was on that island, they would expose everybody <laughs> just to expose him. They'd be like, yes, the Clintons <laughs> were there. Yes, on. Trump was there. And they, oh, oh, but they would, man. You guys, seriously? You guys think Trump was an outcast, outlier that got elected and everyone else is selected come on i think you guys give the system too much credit so well, hold on you think you think okay. i've always said i feel like trump is just one of the guys okay let me ask you a question there's obviously there's an announcement that he's gonna make hopefully on the 14th which is quote unquote the day on our show is no, he joining us no, no, no. <laughs> he's gonna make an announcement but uh let me ask you this let's say if he's he's making that announcement that he wants to run or if he is going to run or if he's not whatever the announcement is Let's say he says, yes, I will be running for president of the United States to save America from whatever is going on right now. The Everything he called, basically. Do you think at that point it's something where he's selected again? Look, as a citizen, I vote. No, no, no. But answer what I asked you. Do I think he's going to run again? Is that no, 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 no. Do you think him running, if he announces that he's running again to save America and bring it back to whatever it was prior to Biden, do you think it's something that's selected again? Or it's something where, no, this guy's actually coming back to save us. I can't say. Well, you, you could say, say. You could I mean, say the me, other way around. Look, to me, they've all been selected. Not even, so, okay, so even is, but is Trump. this one selected as well, him coming back? We will never know. Look, all I'm saying we'll is we used all to have, the other 46 look, bro, presidents. We used to have voting day. Ever since voting day turned into voting months, I lost all trust in the system we used to have voting day right right what happened to it yeah it shouldn't be enough ever just like since it, just that like happened in the city of Glendale. look bro regular elections we used to go one time of the damn four years one day you would select on paper move on it was counted by 8 p.m and everybody knew by nine o'clock right ever yeah. since the commissions came in i'm sorry i have no trust in that's just my personal understanding well, of it. What, you think but I will voting, never stop voting, voting prior to that was hand, vote, hand? Yeah. No, man. They really they would run through um, the machines. Look. <laughs> yeah, they get run through the machines. Right, have, you, have you seen 2,000 Mules? <laughs> no. Do you know what it's about? No, no I don't. It's man. all about this voting stuff. The, as in like current, the current votings? 2020. No, I haven't seen it. 2,000 uh, Mules, that what it's called? Yeah. Basically, the Mules that he calls 2,000 mules are the people that were given multiple ballots multiple times to go drop it off. That's where they called mules. Constantly and, going, coming back. Yeah, and and there's evidence, same thing like I said about the island, there's evidence of their phones constantly going to the same drop box. Why are you going there on multiple days, multiple times, dropping off 5, 10, 50 different ballots? Like, what are you doing? I mean, aren't you supposed to vote once? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if they really wanted to figure this thing out, they could. But why would they? Why would they figure... It doesn't you know? fit their agenda. Exactly. That's it, who, that's basically what it is. Again, but I don't see, like, to me, you guys think, I feel like, oh, the voting machines are rigged to this specific person. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's completely Upper not what I'm saying. They did the same thing back to back in the days to Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Okay, you know what they would do when the soldiers would come in from from during the war, 
they would say, just sign here. We'll fill it out for you <laughs> with the mail-in ballots. And they, they would fill out the, the running mate against Abraham Lincoln, and they wanted him out. So they did the same exact thing 100 and, what was it, 30, 40 years ago? Yeah. They did the same exact thing back then. And they've, I mean. Well, now it's a norm. Now it's a, oh, you know, because see, in 2020, when the pandemic took place, pandemic, sorry, guys, uh, it was more of a stay safe, stay at home, vote from home. Now it's become, oh, wow, look how convenient this is. You don't have to get up and go to a, a voting poll. Voting booth. Or a voting booth. Yeah. You bring in five then, of the best IT guys in the world. Guys. Give them six months. They'll develop the best voting system in the world. The most efficient voting system in the world. But why would they do What's that? the best way, in your opinion, to run the elections? The old school way, to my understanding. With vote the, in person. Vote in person with the... ID. But that's racist, though. No, no. They say it's racist, but it's not about racism. Because if you go talk to anyone, black, brown, yellow, and orange, we all know that having ideas is not that difficult. Guys. Bro, these morons were... It was a Daily Wire who was louder with Crowder. I don't remember who it was. They went out to... They went to New York City, and they went up to random black people. Or, no, I'm sorry. They went to college students first. They went to NYU. And they asked them, they said, um, you know, is... Uh, is voter voter ID and all that stuff racist? They go, yeah, because black people don't have IDs and black people don't have access to the internet and so, black. So how do black people not have bank accounts? So that's what, that's what that's what basically don't was they being rent said. Apartments? So then they went to, I think it was I forgot where it was. I think they went to the Brooklyn or Queens somewhere, and they went up to black people and they said, "Do you have ID?" He goes, "Yeah, why the hell, why the fuck would I have ID?" Do you know where the DMV is? You know where the DMV is? Yeah, yeah, it's down down here. Go on this street. Uh, do you know where? What else was it? The post offices. Yeah, yeah, this is where it is. He goes, "Do you know that you know people are saying X Y Z about you guys? Like, well, people are 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 people like stupid? Like, what is going on? The media is twisting things around to the point where, again, divide and conquer. These young this young generation has is completely." blinded by what's going on in society. Here's right another That's thing. why when they get into society, they're fucking lost. So here's one more thing. Let's go look at the people. Harlem, there we go. Own yeah. Uh, hey, thanks, Harry. Who owns those voting machines? Those, who is the creator? Who is the operations? Where does the information go to from these voting machines that we have today? I don't know, man. I, who I, are the I, I investors? Who are the people behind these machines? I don't know. It'll tell you a lot because these machines were used in other countries to prepare for what they're doing in the U.S. Yeah, today. they did do that. They did I say a little too much, but no, no, no that's I, I I forget the country as well. I don't know if it China, was Venezuela. Venezuela, or China. Well, China. China, wasn't it Venezuela as well? It was Venezuela. Yeah, right. But isn't Venezuela going to shit? Wait, where where else, do you think they want you to go, buddy? Where else are you going to practice and test, you know, do some R&D, do diligence? It's so sad, man. It's so sad that, pe- like, you have to use other, another country as a guinea pig, man. People mess with people's lives, bro. When you say it's sad, you know what I, some of the things that I enjoy doing is going on, on, let's say Biden's posts or Newsom's posts. And I'm, I'm curious to read the comments. Like you guys remember last week I posted and, Bi- you know, funny enough, Biden took that down. Which 
Oh, the the White House, no, the White House took down that post I had posted because I took a picture of it and I posted it where yeah, he says eighty-five people liked it. Where where he was like, you know, I'm working on getting rid of the uh, fees, concert ticket fees, and the late fees and the junk fees. Like, is that serious? We're on the verge of a nuclear war, and this guy is working on getting rid of <laughs> Ticketmaster's fees and StubHub <laughs> fees and. Uh, I mean, what happened to his uh, college tuition? But guys, everything you're saying about Biden, if you look at every country, every leaders, every leader in today, every country, look at any country, they all have the same problem. Everyone asks themselves, how the fuck did we get this guy? Oh, it's a, it, every more, country you talk about. Here's what look here's at, what a lot of these oh, people Brazil, have to do. Think about Brazil. Well, today. Brazil's president wants they want to change. The new president wants Brother, to. No, the old president came back and they're not. The people are saying we did not vote for this piece of shit. Oh well, yeah, of course. Just like you think we voted for Biden? Do you think Netanyahu was voted back into his office? No. Come on, guys. I'll bet how many videos and how many posts has he sent to our group chat where it said where he, where we say I can't believe 81 million people have voted for this guy. Where he'll put up a YouTube video or he'll go live on YouTube or he'll go live somewhere and he'll have like 155 people watching his live. And then you see Trump on Rumble today in Ohio, bro, has, and he had has, 250,000 people. Hezbollah, Hezbollah goes live. In. Bro, I'm not kidding you guys. Today I told the guys, okay, Hezbollah went live on Instagram, and I'm not joking you guys. In, in a matter of like 50 seconds, less than a minute, this had like 20,000 people watching it. And I'm just like, this guys, this, I could see 81 million people voting for Hezbollah over Biden. I swear to God. It's 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 sad what it's become, and it's all about over promise, under deliver. This guy promised everything, like he's he's gonna do this and he's gonna do that, he's gonna do this and uh, student loan forgiveness and st- stump up fee waivers and all this bullshit. And what's happened? The complete opposite. He's printed more money. He's given out more free money. He's over promised on all this stuff to the minorities and to the low incomes, and to the students, and he's under-delivered, and inflation is through the roof. I don't know what else to say. If you're going to vote for him again, I feel sorry for you. Even bro, even, even you read the comments on Newsom's points, like the other day he posted, the other day he said, you know, blue states have the lowest crime. The fuck is wrong with the guy? Have the lowest <laughs> inflation, have the, like... I'm just thinking, does somebody fact check this asshole or like? I mean, so let me ask him this one though: Like, do you think investors that have some money in the bank today are they going to invest in blue states or red states today? You have uh, money. You've got. Do they do they want to lose money or make money? Depends. If someone's an investor, they've already mastered earning money. Mm-hmm, so they want to earn. Idiots money. don't earn yeah, money, yeah. from what I understand. The, the the amount of red tape. Remember how today we were talking about express car washes? Yeah. Go to any other state, you can open one in four weeks. California, it'll take you four years to yeah, get the permits. And good luck. Yeah, yeah, because you need, like I said to him, you need a 25-foot setback <laughs> on, a, on a 23-foot depth property line. The depth of your property is 23 feet, but you need a 25-foot setback. It's unbelievable, man. And And... And we wonder why we took manufacturing overseas and why the costs went up. 
There's no, Everybody not, left California. It's not about labor. It has to do with the fact that there's so much red tape around, especially manufacturing, yeah, that yeah. You, you can't open a facility. It's impossible. You'll spend $50 million on fees and lobbying and all that before you can even... You got to deal with the city. You got to deal with the fire. You got to deal with the water and power. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with the state. You got to deal with the federal. At some point, it just gets overwhelming. Yeah. And, and God forbid your hillside. Then you got to go through geological soil inspections. Oh, Archaeological. <laughs> yeah. You got to make sure there's no dinosaur bones. <laughs> See, the, there's too many tapes. Like, even the industry you're in, it's like, it gets overwhelming. You got this person that overrides this person. Uh, you got to get okay we have, from this We person. have the highest physician burned out burnout r- rate in history because they spend most of their time charting documenting filling out paperwork and spending 15% of their time with the patient 85% is spent on paperwork paperwork fuck but i don't know. i mean you know going back to the Kyrie and Kanye issue i i wonder why none of this was done to lebron Harry, because maybe he you falls can answer in line that really because, well. because Harry thinks LeBron is the goat. So here's I'm my thing: what with Harry these has. athletes, yeah, they don't want free thinkers. But LeBron was commenting about a sitting president, and the comments he was making was causing havoc, mm-hmm. right? Division, division. But that's what they want. It's the same but thing. You, have, but, but you yes. use a moron like LeBron. To carry your water, obviously. Yeah, but yet Kyrie posted about a movie, movie. right? Yeah. And yeah. basically, he's been suspended for minimum five games. No, no pay. pay. No pay, right? No, that, Nike. Now that no pay part, that's the part you guys need to pay a little more attention to. The masters decide when he gets paid. That's what Kanye is trying to stop today. Kanye's whole fight is not about anything that you see on the surface. This is a bigger fight. No, this is a fight to get Kyrie out of the league. This is a <laughs> this is a fight to break no, Kyrie. If they were if they wanted Kyrie out of the league, they could have just not let him play the home games and the away games. No, because when it, he wasn't no. getting vaccinated, who Kyrie, do you think wasn't okay, getting vaccinated? Ky- okay, look, Kyrie. Okay, Kyrie refused to get vaccinated because he said that all the nurses in the front lines that were working their asses off, that don't want to get it, are forced to get it, or they lose their jobs, he says, no, I'm not going to get it to stand up for them. So they decided to punish him. They punished him by not letting him play at all. No pay. Yeah, no, no it pay. was like he can play half the games. No, no, no. They, first, first, they said he can't, first they said he can't play because he's not vaccinated. Mm. And then they realized, like, oh, shit, okay. This they is, still got to pay him, so yeah, might as well make They him still got to pay him, and then the ratings are down. It's affecting their pockets. People aren't going to games. Also, legal issues are starting to come up as far as his contract and stuff. They started going through his contract with the fine comb. Then they said, all right, look, you could play. But unfortunately, due to us being in a pandemic and New York laws, you can't play in New York. You can't practice in New York. But you can play outside. That's fine. So that's what that's what ha- took place. Then, you know, he stood his ground and eventually... By the end of the season, he was able to play in New York again. But So is he going to get back pay? Because 
you saw the recent. No, man. Uh, the, the, no, no, it's just he's, he's well, being, no, no, he's no. Being hold on, hold on. All those government employees in New York. Once who, they were cleared, they got back who, pay. Who were not allowed to work because they chose not to but be his vaccinated. His money wasn't touched when he did it. Ju- the judge awarded them. They're going back, back to work and back pay. So Kyrie that doesn't mean, need to deal with that because he already got paid for even those games he didn't play. Yeah. Because he, was, he, he got it's paid part for of his contract. It's part of his contract. Okay. They, the, they're I, telling him not to yeah. play. There's no clause in there that says, hey, because if you don't get the shot, you know, his contract think, was way before yeah, the I Rona. Think the best part of all of this was the big FU to the NBA when Kyrie Irving was not allowed to play in Brooklyn, right? He wasn't allowed to in the state. He couldn't be in the stadium. He couldn't practice with the team, but he was able to buy tickets with his family and come yeah, and watch a yeah. home game. That was the big F you, where so it was like, okay. Jake's comment makes a lot. We need to cover Jake's comment. Can you read that? Yeah, well, let me refer to Harry because it's related. Yeah. Uh, the a- Harry, the NBA is not the government, but the NBA makes a lot more money than a lot of yeah. the local governments do. And a lot of private companies with that number of employees, that amount of revenue, are actually going to end up on the same boat. How many where, NBA Where teams the judges are, are going to award all the um, terminated employees back pay and then some. So NBA is not uh, exempt from this because they're not, you know, it's not a government agency. Um, so the players in the NBA, I would say around 90% roughly African-American. Oh, men. actually, Ky- Kyrie lost $18 million not playing. Well, Missing home games. There you go. Great. I'm sure he can get his money back. Oh, now. yeah. Uh, lo- the lawsuits are going to open up later. Jake says, did you guys see Yee's tweet about the personal trainer, Pasternak, who told Ye that he'll put him back in psych where he'll become a zombie and playtime with his kids won't be fun? I didn't see that. I don't know. So Kanye was put on a 5150 by that guy, who was supposedly his trainer, but I call them CIA handlers. Oh, so as in like he's Simply. he's he's basically not all there. He's a that, that's the guy that put him into the fifty one fifty last time. The guy was they took him in, they pumped him up with medicine to make him into a zombie. Remember the last time he was taken in? I don't recall that. Don't this even. was about three years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Three, four years ago. Well, forty nine ers is saying his trainer has a past. Of course he does. I mean, maybe I said too much right now in that little comment, but Go ahead, look into it. You'll see What's that the trainer's out. name? Whatever that piece of shit. Anybody know the trainer's yeah, see, name? see, Harry <laughs> said he, he didn't Pasternak. get paid for the game. It's Pasternak. That's the same guy. So last time uh, Kanye was put on hold and taken to the psych ward was from his house. Mm. From yes. the trainer's house. 2019. You can says. call him a trainer, sure. Four I'm not going to call him a trainer. As well. I don't think that guy's his trainer. Look at his picture and you tell me what he looks like. Just not besides a trainer. He kind of looks like a trainer. Harry, nobody <laughs> is forced by law to pay anybody, even not even a government agency. But as an employer, I am forced to pay my employee as long as they they're work employed. for me and they're employed by me, regardless of even their performance or what, I still have to pay. Because when you deal with the labor law, the labor law says if your employee's not doing something right, terminate them. Uh, uh, his name is basically Harley Pasternak. You can't just not pay them or you know uh, just let go of them without proper cause. So I, I assure you these, 
these big companies that Last force is no accident that force their employees into into uh termination or to get vaccinated a lot over the next five to ten years see what's going to happen to these companies <laughs> so, <laughs> what? uh pastor you, you seriously didn't know what i was I, talking yeah, about yeah no, i know i know i know i know uh, so he Kanye said, it, I think Kanye has a history of mental health issues, quotes Pasternak. And, you know, I guess at this point, it's like, well, our president doesn't. I mean, he should be on 5150 holds. 100 billion trillion, <laughs> 350 million dollars. How much is it, Joe? <laughs> How much is it, Joe? Tell us, Joe. How much is it? Is it a billion or is it a trillion, Joe? <laughs> you tell us, Joe. You know better than I do, Joe. That's what's good. I can't wait for these debates, bro. What debate? Is it, what Trump again? <laughs> it's, it's either going to be Joe falling asleep. Have you seen that? Have you seen that video with, when he's with? Uh, oh my God! Is it with uh, L.A. Times or L.A. Newsweek or whoever it's with? Where he's sitting down with him and he's talking to him, and then Joe just goes. Yeah, and this goes, is recent, um, Mr. President. <laughs> so, but they edit that shit out, though. He went into a deep sleep, and the reporter is not he saying anything. He went into deep sleep, or he's been in. Well, he, he went up, 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 Mr. President, <laughs> and, and he goes. He, he was gone. He was like his screws were gone. Like he wasn't there. The guy goes, Mr. Mr. President. <laughs> so, do you hold on? Do you do you guys really think he'll run? No, for sure. He doesn't have wow. a choice in this, guys. You guys you don't know. think he has a choice? In 24? Yeah. You think oh, but he has have, a you, choice? have you seen the polls and the rate? Like, what are you talking about? Ah, oh, come on, bro. They have Those to be stupid. They, 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 no, man. They're even, even Democrats are not that freaking stupid to do that. I think you're giving these guys more no, credit bro, than they, they deserve. They will never bring him back in 24. Who do you, well, what is he going to talk so about? who's going to run? What is he going to talk who's about? Who's going to run for the Democrats? Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm asking you a question. $135,265 trillion. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. No, Mike. Okay. So answer your question. What is, he, what, is he gonna, what is this campaign going to be based on? I fixed the economy? No, he's going to say that I'm trying to repair I, the economy I, that I, you ruined. I controlled inflation. And I brought the U.S. out of recession. Yeah. For, uh, 49ers, Newsom's not running. He already said he's not running. No, not on this one. He's going to continue to screw California before he screws no, up the United States. Remember Newsom's name. He will come up in the presidential elections in the next eight two years. or three eight, elections. Yeah, eight years. Eight to 12 years. Oh, Newsom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's no accident, guys. Depends. Depends up it. I'll tell you why it depends. Because... We'll see what happens tomorrow, right? But after that, if and when a Trump or a DeSantis wins, a good 8 to 12 years, it's going to be red. No way. 100%. Guys, it's impossible. Look in the history of the America. It's okay, always look been, at it. It's oh, always look how bad like it is, Ed. Guys, the Republicans and the Democrats, they are wonderful tennis mates. So they pass what? the ball to one another amazingly. The whole show with the Democrats and Republicans. Okay, I don't believe it. Who, Sorry. Hold on. What was Reagan? Republicans. Eh? Who came after? How long did he sit? Eight years. Eight years. Who was before him? Before him. Carter. Carter. Okay. What was he? One of the worst presidents. Okay. So, so after. Okay. How long did Carter sit as president? I think he only served four years. Four bro. years. That's it. And Why? then Reagan came. Mm -hmm. Eight years. Who came after Reagan? 
Bush. Senior. Was Bush a, what, Republican? Yeah. Is that 12 years now? Yeah. And then after 12 years, Clinton came in, yeah. right? And then after and Clinton? Then so then, so then why don't you think 12 years is possible after <sighs> Biden? Just, I don't believe it will. Why? Because, because you haven't seen it in your life. No, 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 no. The reason I say no is because, because you're used to. No. No, because the, you're used to guys, eight years as one president, eight years as another president. Democrats eight years as, are louder and have more access to media than the Republicans bro, it's do. becoming a shit show at this point. It doesn't matter. You have all they these people. They know how to control bro, the shit show. You have show. all these people coming out and they're sick and tired of the bullshit that's going on. It's just. The, the the biggest problem is this: people need to grow a pair and need to speak up. They're all afraid of cancel culture. There is a small margin of people, less than one percent, less than one percent, fear mongering everybody. And they're getting away with it, and they're getting away with it. But if it's it's like you know what it's like, man. It's like that one meme where you have this leader yelling at everybody, right? And it's a group of people there, right? And all of a sudden, this one guy stands up, and the and that leader's yelling at him, right? Still, and then like four guys stand up, but now the leader's kind of like backing up. He's like, "Oh shit!" Like, what, what you're talking about is what I'm envisioning with Kanye and a few people that have the power to do that today. But those few people didn't take their chance and stand next to Kanye. They backed down. They they bowed to their owners. Kanye is not going to do that because they're waiting in the silence to see what's going to happen to him. Well. They're just going to, as long as those guys are quiet, what's going to happen is we're going to have more and more of Kanye being taken away, bro. He's not going to, he's not going anywhere. He's not going. Just like Kyrie went nowhere, Kanye's not going anywhere. Just like Dave Chappelle is not going anywhere, Kanye's not going anywhere. Bro, Dave Chappelle stood up in front of everybody, was like, he, he bashed the trans community. No, he didn't. Of course he did. No, he didn't. Have you not seen his He's special? He's a freaking comedian, bro. He can say what he wants. Joe Rogan's a comedian, too. Great. And Being he, a comedian is the only safe... And what did they make Joe Rogan do? Apologize? Yes. He gives a shit? Did he not Joe, apologize? Bro, Joe Rogan... Did he not apologize live on his Instagram? I guess. Okay. Has Dave Chappelle apologized? Never. Will Dave Chappelle apologize? Probably will never There apologize. you go. That's the difference. You're giving them too much credit. Because the mainstream media, yes, it's controlled by them. It's their marketing department. But you have to understand, you're, you're not going to convince the majority Republican and majority Democrat voters. That's not, that's not who swings yeah, Those the vote, guys are right? not. It's, it's, it's the purple. It's the, it's the middle ground, which is about 10, 12% of the voters that, that makes that decision. The other percentage, they're going to vote the same no matter what. They're just, that's how they are. When you go watch the bit with Dave Chappelle talking about the bus ride and the L's, the G's, the alphabet people, we call them. Yeah. When you watch that bit, there was, I forgot who it was. There was this uh, reporter that came out and he said, Dave Chappelle is dividing the LGBTQ community because of that bit. Because he says... You got the L's, the B's, the G's, and then you got the T's all the way in the back. And he goes, they're all on the same bus, but it's taking a little bit longer because of the T's to get to where they want to get to. And he's and he, he does the bit beautifully where, you know, he talks about each and every single one of their characters, and then 
the LGBTQ community turns around and says, oh, look, 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 he's dividing us. He's against us. He's a transphobe. He's a homophobe. No, he's a comedian. Get over it. Everybody was laughing when George Carlin was doing comedy. He was offensive comedy, big time. I still don't think Carlin died. <laughs> hey. Sorry. They did, took that Carlin guy out too, bro. Did, did you see him the last Apples. few years? Oh, he Carlin? Old, no, he was man. old. I get it. I saw him live the last oh few years. God. The guy had, the, I, you could tell he was on medication. Oh, I, you know Carlin made more money than any even actor or athlete ever did? This guy performed once a year and made sick money. He just didn't do anything else the rest of the year. George Carlin? <laughs> How much money did he make for one show? I have no clue. But it was obviously enough for him. I so, mean, imagine so, if you work so one day a year. So that statistic you read but to me is numbers. Like, okay, was it bro? Boxers, okay, boxers <laughs> fight two times a year, right? Was it two billion, two hundred trillion? What I don't was know, it? bro. But I two hundred fifty-five trillion, three hundred twenty-five million. Biden. How much was it, Biden? Two hundred. <laughs> Come on, man. You know the thing that goes around. The the you know the number. <laughs> the number. I don't know, man. Was the other? What do you say about the constitution? You know that thing? Oh, so the amendment was it? He's like, you know that thing? No, where he says, uh, all all men and women are great. You know that you, thing? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? That thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck you, guy. But he, he, here's the thing, though. When Trump was president, all these. Dumbasses were running around with green hair saying, that's not our president. But even you guys were Trump supporters, right? You guys still do admit Biden is your president today, right? Of course he Of course is. we do. See, that's the difference. Logic. But you never admitted anybody was your president. You think you have your own kingdom somewhere. <laughs> somehow. You think, I don't know. think uh, Rand Wait. Paul is your president? <laughs> yeah, I wish Rand Paul, Wait. Ron Paul, not I, Rand Paul. I think Ron this Paul. guy probably has his own currency somewhere. <laughs> By the way, speaking of currency, did you oh. guys read that article I posted a couple a week ago about the dollar? I, yeah, I didn't get. I I clicked on it. I didn't read it. Okay, so what was that about? So why did you click on it? Because I, I wanted to. I wanted to. Clicker. I wanted to read it, but I didn't get to get to. You read clicked it. on it. You got <laughs> sidetracked, and I didn't get to read it. He's a clicker, <laughs> literally. Tell us because I wanted it. to go really back and remember. read it, but then obviously you know our group chats. It just goes on and on. <laughs> By the time you want to notice something, there's like. You open your phone, there's 68 messages. Yeah, literally. You put your phone down for a second or you don't take it to the crapper with you. All of a sudden, you, you missed an entire conversation. So, well, well, basically what that was, was, um, you know how Saudi Arabia signed a deal in 71 mm -hmm. uh, for the petrodollar, which means all petroleum sold is going to be via the dollar. Okay. And that's what gave the U.S. dollar, the currency, the power. And Central. Yeah. Now, that was a 50-year agreement. It's set to expire? It's expired. Now, Saudi Arabia is in talks or has already actually confirmed with China and possibly Russia that they're going to switch, shy away from the dollar. So it's not going to be petrodollar anymore. Which means... Our troubles start. Our dollar value. I mean, if you have money in the bank, just take it out and... <laughs> go buy gold. Wipe your ass. Go buy this. Chinese yen or something. <laughs> it, I mean, it could get bad. See? If, it's not, if it's not controlled somehow, 
It could get well. That's when we buy a house. Buy a house. Pretty ugly. Yeah, buy a house. That's when we need to. Well, that's that's not bad advice, actually. Of course, it's an asset. At least you have something tangible. You know, money in the bank right now is is a liability. Asset. Oh my god, asset. Who, who was talking about something? Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta remember what it was. It was the funniest thing in the world, bro. He said, "If you buy, if you bought this, and you were to sell it now, you would have made textbooks." Somebody was mentioning like, like college textbooks. College textbooks. They but were saying don't that don't they go out of edition every well, year? No, now? they were saying if you bought a college textbook in the beginning of the year and the edition didn't change and the teacher was allowed for you to use that same textbook, you would sell it to the next student for a higher price. For a higher price than what you basically bought it for. But it's very rare teachers today that you they actually let you use the same old edition. They just make. Tremendous yeah, amounts of yeah. money off of a new edition. See, I'm year. curious. anybody anybody who still goes to college or if their kids go to college, I'm curious as far as textbooks are concerned. Because when I was there, it was every like maybe three or four years, it would new edition would come out. I'm curious as to if, if it's like yearly now. It's more frequently because like what I said, it's because I know I know a lot of guys back in the days they create when websites just came out. They created websites for you to be able to trade or resell your books and all that like amazon well even Basically, before yeah. amazon yeah. there was yeah. other services. that's what amazon was back in you know initially that's oh, what but in 2004 2005 when when i was going to college amazon that's what me and l use as far as buying books it was amazon that's all we knew it for ebay was the big thing as far as buying commodities as far as yes. uh like shoes and uh, and like i don't know like electronics whatever it was but then it's like uh, the Kindle came out. John Black, he mentioned something about them doing the whole annual, annual books, books and software. It's, it's and all like audio books. Oh, is it? That's what it is. You could just bet, buy a mobile like on the app or something, you yep. know. But which which basically is a is an easier way to make more money because now you're forced to buy. Hey, you don't have to publish it, bro. Well, don't no, have to for, go through forget, the whole. Forget the publishing portion of it. Now, selling physical copies, this and that uh, is done. I understand that, but now you're able. Now you're able to monopolize it more because yeah. see, even when you had a hard copy of a book, even though it was still somewhat monopolized as far as you had to use this book, it wasn't because there was still a student out there that had it that would still sell it to you for a cheaper price yeah, or whatever it was. There was multiple copies out there. Some Whether people it was would on post it in the school. Yes. Remember on the campus, you'd see like, uh, if you want to buy this History book, book econ book, whatever it was. You cut off the numbers off of it. Exactly. And and now, when they go digital, now you're forced to download it. And you can't share it, right? And you Some can't of these share files it. are not shareable. Yeah. You can only open They're locked or encrypted or something, yeah. whatever it is, but... But wow, Jake says somebody on Etsy sold a Mon- Mona Lisa replica for fifty dollars each. He set up an auto uh, auto setup print shop on Etsy where buyer would put their info in the print shop would send them the picture. They sold sixty seven thousand. I seen copies. that yesterday. He's absolutely right. Crazy, huh? Wow. Just take a freaking frame, take the picture from Google, put it on Etsy, and the guy put sold sixty seven thousand copies for fifty bucks each. Isn't that crazy? I mean, the, the whole education system here the last 50, 60 years has turned into basically, it's a brainwashing cult to to turn these kids into zombies and make as much money off of them as they possibly can, send them off to the real world where 90% of the uh, degrees they get is, is as useless as 
our current president. That's that's why I promise you this: if in high school they begin to mandatorily teach finance, where they where they're teaching econ and they're teaching uh, government and history, where finance is mandatory, where they teach you about saving your money, how to balance a checkbook, how to balance your how to do your taxes. If that's done mandatory, you'll see how many kids that go become sociology majors, English majors, all those majors where, you know, there isn't much of a branch to kind of make six figures in, those will all dwindle out. Those psychology majors. Like, I, when I was going to college, I'm like, like, oh, what are you majoring in? Oh, sociology. Oh, what are you majoring in? Psychology. Were you planning on being a psychiatrist or psychologist? Oh, you know, we'll see what happens when I get my bachelor's degree. What about you? What are you trying? What are you planning on being? Oh, maybe a social worker or something. It's like, bro, like, what are you guys doing, man? It's like, okay, at least you're going psychology. You can go into law. Sociology, I think the same thing. You can branch out into law. Maybe you guys can go into law school or psychology. You can go be a psychiatrist, psychologist, something like that. Well, we'll see when I get my bachelor's degree. Oh, all of a sudden you look, no, no none, none of them. Or the English majors. Levick says psychology leads to six figures. Huh. Hmm. Six figures where, though? How far into education do you have to go? Can you get Not, six figures with the bachelors? No. Exactly. Ba- bachelors, you're going to be a teller at a bank. Exactly. That's that's as far as you can go. Levick, a psychologist makes six figures, yes, but is that with a bachelor's degree? Okay? that's That's where we're going with this. Exa- there's there's kids that are basically going and becoming getting a bachelor's degree in psychology and not furthering their education to continue to become a psychologist. Well, to be a psychologist, you need a PhD. Correct. It's yeah. a doctor, basically. Or you can get your LMFT, which is a licensed marriage family therapist. LMF, yeah, LMFT. Oh, but it's like basically going to law school, going to law school, finishing law school, and saying, you know what, fuck the bar. I don't need to take the bar. Why did you go to law school? Let you learn about the law. Okay, so what are you going to do for a living? Go be a paralegal or something. No, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. If you're going, if you're going to go become a psycho- psychologist and you're going to be a psych major, do go all the way. Don't go halfway. Don't don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. It's 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 pointless. Grant, based on your comment, I'm assuming you know. A psychiatrist is actually an MD. A psychologist is not a medical doctor. They're not considered. It's a P- well, a PhD. It's a no, they have a PhD. They're still doctor, but they're not a medical doctor. Yeah. They can't prescribe medication. Correct. You. Whereas a psychologist, psychiatrist, psychiatrist can. can. Psychologist can't. Yeah, one is a medical doctor. One has a doctorate. Doctorate. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're. But well, you still call nine. You still call nine one one if someone's having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> that's your. That's just that's what your, it is. That, yeah. That's how you draw. I learned the line that. From, out. That's, uh, that's I learned from the Hangover, where he's a dentist. He goes, "Oh, Doctor Stewart, yeah, he's 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 a dentist." So you still call nine one one if someone's having a heart attack. Mikhail Gevorkian is very complimentary of us this evening. Mikhail Gevorkian is he on Mikhail, Facebook Mikhail, or is Mikhail, he's on YouTube? Mikhail, what do you do? Uh, since you think we're a bunch of goofballs that have no, we we don't understand regulations or laws or or anything, I'm curious what this young man does. If I can call you a young man, I don't know. 
Mikhail. Well, I, all I saw is. I don't know. I haven't seen any of his comments. Where is he? <laughs> I see one says, here's another real estate agent. Okay. okay. No, prior to that. What did he say? He was talking about how we don't understand laws and regulations because oh, we, we were talking about manufacturing. You're right. Oh. There's no red tape at all. You can open a manufacturing firm anywhere in the country. No issues whatsoever. Just a $20 permit fee and you're good to go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just basically, I'll, I'll, <laughs> the real estate will help you lease any sort of building you want out in Chatsworth, out in Valencia, wherever you want. Any manufacturer, go ahead and do whatever you want. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. You, you, just, you don't need a conditional. Your manufacturer, I'll help you ship yeah, them Yeah, you don't need a conditional use permit or anything. Just go, go do whatever you want. And what do you think is going to happen to the economy and the market and everything? Since uh, you were anxious to talk about well, that he was pissed about two hours he was, ago. He was pissed at Patrick, but David decided. Huh? He was pissed at Patrick today. For what? For for first time, huh? Yeah, he was like, oh, Patrick's burning oil. Which part? Which part? I don't know, just not the same no more. I don't know why. A what? lot of people are saying it, actually. I don't know Only what happened. Only people in the real estate industry. Are no, right. man. Go look at his comments. Shit, when's the last time Go you look see at his What comments? are they saying? Bro, people, a lot of people go look at his comments on I Instagram. Like, okay, I, like something, I like something about Patrick is when he first brought Adam onto the podcast, Adam was pretty far left, bro. Yeah, and now it's just over the last two years, you see a completely different Adam. He's like center left now, yeah, 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 which it's major props to Patrick. Well, yeah, of I course, guess. he's up at night. The one but thing, what's about the reason Adam's there? See, we all three of us sort of have the same uh, understanding of politics, ethics, culture, right? All three of us, we tend to agree more than disagree, right? But with Patrick bringing on Adam on this podcast, he wanted that leftist of course, perspective, view. yeah. And but see, that's I, the problem, and nobody the wants thing is to come he on. Created created a better Adam in my yeah but see, understanding. The, the problem is is that nobody on the left wants to come on and if they do want to come on what do they say well can we not talk about this can we not talk about that can we not talk about this I think at this point it should be more of a listen we want to not change the culture of our podcast we'll bring it up if you don't want to talk about it you can sit there quietly as a guest and not talk about it but it'll basically reflect where your viewpoints are I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, <laughs> sorry, I was <laughs> I was, was reading Mikhail's comment, and he says our uh, our comments are allegorical in nature. We don't provide any context, and uh, someone who is unaware of the subject nature will just parrot what they hear. Now, um, this is kind of like uh, people approaching Andrew Tate and saying. You know, I really don't like the color of your Bugatti. And, Does he give a fuck? And Andrew Tate says, what color is your Bugatti? <laughs> so, um, Mikhail, I'm curious. what What's the name of your podcast? And um, do you have a book out? Maybe we can read to, to gain some more context. Maybe you could come and sit down with us. Yeah, I mean. We'd love to have you on. We could have a nice conversation. We appreciate anyone that's willing to come sit down with us, even though you made some... Yeah, because remember, even with harsh comments, we'll accept you. Because yeah, remember, this is a podcast. It's a conversation between three gentlemen, three goofballs. 
three goofballs, three jackoffs. Uh, sometimes we <laughs> anything have, you want to yeah, call. Sometimes it. we have a guest and we sit down, we have a conversation. Yeah, none of us are politically correct. I mean, you should go read our disclaimer. Actually, it's on our <laughs> YouTube and our not Spotify. only politically incorrect. Yeah. There's a lot of things that might be wrong with yeah, this. But and you have the choice not to be. You can literally just there's a, there's an X button, or you could if you're on a new iPhone, just pull pull down, <laughs> swipe to the left, or push the X button and just go. I don't know. Go on Pornhub, bro. Go what? back to your regular. Go on, go on my OnlyFans page. It's much yeah. more. Yeah, Armon's hitting big numbers. Is what's your monthly at this point, Arm? Seventy-five thousand. Two hundred and thirty-five billion, <laughs> three hundred and sixty-five trillion. I feel like he's he's. What, what like was a, what, what? What's name? I forget. I forgot. Fuck. He or she claims like how many years does it take of college does it take to become get a real estate license? That that was the question. Really? <laughs> Is that what, what, what what's that? <laughs> Is that seriously a question? I love how you know what I love is is when people justify their whole life is just based around one thing I have a college degree really what what are you doing with your college degree have you paid off that college debt yet Probably. or are you still not making enough money are you still living with mom and dad can I give them because you, you still haven't been able to pay off that debt like yeah. I mean We're, I do not th- have we're, education. We're three completely different individuals yes. here sitting down and talking. One of us has a college degree. Two of them don't. Do I use my college degree? Nope. <laughs> not really. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, did I learn something in college? Of course. Of course I did. Uh, did I gain clientele from college? Absolutely. I actually have two very good clients from college where they've helped me make a lot of money. In fact, you could actually ask my wife because my wife's not in student debt because of those two clients. So these two students, two, two s- clients two paid off your wife's student loan. Liter- awesome. Literally because of a couple of transactions I did with you? them. Why would you pay off a student loan? I had to. You weren't going to wait for Uncle Biden, bro? Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'd be in love. I thought he's paying everyone's student loans down right oh, now. Yeah, absolutely. Mikhail, the invite's open, brother. Uh, you you have the right to your opinion. You don't think we're wise enough to call ourselves the wise nuts. You're more than welcome to come on the show and show our audience how stupid we the are. The way it works yeah. is you see the wiseness via your <laughs> phone or your laptop, and then the nuts parts when you join us here. Yeah, uh, come see, and come in and person, cha- come, come and change our mind. Yes. As far as see, anytime any you t- we talk about success, it, it automatically goes to well, it's not all about money. No, it's not all about money. You're right. I'll bet so you. Why? I'll bet you. What? 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 And Mikhail went and bought a lotto ticket this week <laughs> to win the one point six billion. To, what, to win the was it two billion? Two now? billion. Well, now it's, it's two. two billion. Billion. I have. Two. To, what do you guys like? I have tickets. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I know. But them. when they say, see, what, what I was saying, it's money isn't everything. I'll it's bet not, my. I'll not. bet my ass he went and bought a lotto ticket. I bet you. You spent twenty dollars on a lotto ticket. I Be- bet you anything. What? What? What chases money more than I do, and I can prove it to you. So why? Why? Why go to college if it's not about money? What are you going to do? Some of the most successful people in my circle have not gone to college. So there is some people that I know that are very successful that went through college. Even those people understand that entrepreneurship is way better. So for me, that diploma makes you a great employee. The diploma makes you a great employee. Majority for of the time. certain Not like look, Arno's case is completely different. Oh, but I have... Yeah. I have I have dentists and I have doctor clients who have basically downsized their offices 
because they've purchased real estate that is basically helping them make money while they sleep. These guys have basically bought properties. They've invested into multi-units where they're like, hey, you know what? I don't think I need to work as hard. This is factual stuff. This is... This is not something that's made up. I mean, again, yeah, I went to college. Am I using a degree? No, I'm not. Was it easy to get my real estate degree? Absolutely. It's very easy to get your real estate degree. Degree or license. Or license, I'm sorry. It's very easy to get your real estate license. Because, yes, our is industry... Is easy to make money being a real estate agent? No, it's that's not. That's a completely it's different not. story. And you realize it when you actually get into it. Because I have a couple of young guys who are actually working with me where... They come to you. And go, so, so when are you gonna? When are you gonna give me my first house to sell? When are you give me that listing? Give yes. Who gives you shit yes. in this world? That's how. It, once, once you realize you're unemployed every single day, that's when you get hungry and you go after the money. Look, I, if you ask me, there's there's two purposes for college. One is either you're actually studying a degree like law, medicine, architecture architecture something that that's necessary sciences you know engineering and yeah all see that. at singh it guy he's saying guys we want our kids to go to college please education that's is right. never a waste listen you're absolutely right we do want our i want my kids to go to college i'm sure you want your kids to go to college i'm sure you oh never you wouldn't want your kids to go to college let's right. say sarah turns and says dad i want to be a i want to be a pediatri- pediatrician of course yeah let her go become a pediatrician if, but if she's gonna go get a student loan to get a Business administration degree, I'm not going to let her waste her time and energy or the money. But if she wants to be a PA, she wants to be an architect, she any type of science or lawyer, well, anything. Well, Minas like Yvette says it's a self-accomplishment. Yes, but it's that self-accomplishment is, is worthless because majority of students these days, I, I, I think I post about this, when was it, Saturday or Friday, College is basic. These people are just using college to extend their adolescence mm-hmm. at the cost of their future earnings. Yes. And illness right? says it as well. Education is not for everybody. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. I mean, you have to look at your child. Elena's got the education, like, but she's telling us it's not for everybody. Yeah. Well, she normal. had to because she's an RN. She cannot work without it. Of course. And but, besides that, going to... Look, I saw the book she was reading. I saw the test she was taking. Me personally... I there's no way I would have done it. There's no way. It, it's not possible. That's that's why I 100% agree with her that it's not for everybody. Yeah. No, you should only go to college if you're going to be studying like STEM. Everything liberal arts and I mean what, you're going to study history because you want to become a history teacher? Fine, that's different. But Read the statistics well, I know about a couple of successful guys that probably know more history than some of these professors. See, Mike and Vic know more history than some of these look, dumbass professors. Look, AT saying artists, uh, artists are special. Look, I understand artists are special, but you need to understand this as well. In order to survive, in order to artists thrive, artists are special compared to what? Look, in order. How to many s- artists are special because of the degree they have? They're not. I understand you have a special gift, a special talent, but it's like in order to survive in this world, in order to thrive, in order to take advantage of what is out there for you, you need to you need to not only implement your artistry, but find something where you can make 
money and build a better future, not only for yourself, but for your future kids, your investments, all that stuff. Because look, if you want to go be an artist and you're a beautiful sculptor or whatever it is, take your sculptures, try to sell. I I don't know. Like I, I look at life more through an entrepreneur than I do an educator. Like, like me personally, like I said, English majors, um, sociology majors, psych majors. If you're going to just do your bachelor's, there's no point of you going to school. Honestly, there is. They can just uh, finish their bachelor's and then just credentials and become a teacher. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with being a teacher. No, Not no. everybody well, needs to be te- Hold on. That's, oh, wait, wait. That's teacher. Yeah. They, you, you you just need I'm a bachelor's s- degree and then, and then you, you go get g- your credentials. That's, that's it. You're furthering your education. Yeah, but it's not that big of a difference. I understand that. But you, again, you're still furthering your education. You're going after something to get another sort of license or certificate to do something else. But if you're going to go be a psych major or a sociology major and you're going to get your bachelor's and you say... All right, well, I'm going to take a break from school because I just got my bachelor's and I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. You are screwed. You are so screwed that you don't. You just wasted four years of your life and you have no idea what you're doing. Those four years are never coming back. Never, ever. And you those four years, money. someone at minimum wage is ahead of you by six years just because they didn't take that loan. Yeah. Just saying. And yeah, AT is right. Help your kids and direct them. Here's the thing, with with us. We were, our parents were immigrants. They came to this country. All they did was work, sleep, work, sleep. Were they in our lives as far as helping guide us through certain things? Yes, they were. But as far as on an educational college standpoint, no, they weren't. Why? Because they didn't in have the back. They were. I mean, my parents, bro. I had tutors and math. No, 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 not science. Tu- for, everything. No, but bro. did your did your parents know how to guide you as far as how to fill out your College schedules or the or, administration, or any, any of that administration stuff. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Whereas with, with I know for a fact with Eileen, but the help was available to us. It was, but Anybody we weren't that was educated interested. enough, man. It was yeah, more of but like the a, help was there, bro. I went to Glendale High and I had a great counselor that helped me but fill out so many applications correct. that nobody else would put their but, time. Correct. But now with, for example, with I know for a fact with Eileen and with Alec, let's say. God willing, they want to further their education and they want to go to college and they want to be something. Now, I'll be the type of dad and I know for a fact my wife will be the type of mom where they'll be like, you know, did you fill out your did you fill out your college applications? Where do you apply to? Where are you applying to? How's your, how's your, how's your GPA as far as, you know, with high school and stuff? There's all those things that you're going to be questioning your kid. Whereas, you know... It's and it's happening now with some of the old with some of the second generation. Uh, but that's that's not when you question them about where you want to go. If you if you're gonna help your child get into the Harvards and the Stanfords and MITs of the world, what are you doing? If, if you start at high school, it's already too late. You have to start them on that program in elementary school, like. Literally, third, fourth grade, you already have to work on that. There's no way you're going to, let's say, talk to your daughter or son at when they're freshmen in high school and all of a sudden put them on track to get accepted no, into no, no, Harvard. No, 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 it's not about not putting, it's not, it's not about putting on track to get accepted to Harvard. It's about bringing up a conversation as far as, hey, you know, what, do you, what, do you, what interests you? What do you like to do? And mind you, 
a majority of kids who are raised in an entrepreneur family end up continuing on that branch because they see the success the parents have. And what, what, what I was saying, you know, you guys love money and don't judge me for liking literature and art. Look, no one's judging anybody. But we're saying take advantage of what's out there in society. This country has so much opportunity that it's sky's the limit. What's the, I mean, I don't know the name of what, 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 but I don't remember anyone here telling her anything. Or if you think I like money, please come meet me in person. I will prove to you that you run for money more than I do. I prove it to you personally. Come meet me in person. And Minette, I disagree. A lot of companies these days don't require a degree anymore. Uh, don't be surprised if the Googles and the uh, Facebooks of the world open up their own universities where they can teach you what they need, let's say within a year, instead of you wasting four years going to college, learning something that's completely obsolete in today's technology. Um, you know, Google knows what they need. They could teach it better than Stanford can or MIT can. Um, unless, again, it's something where, for example, if MIT has an artificial you know, AI department and they bring them on to open a new department, a new area of some technology within their own organization, that's different. But a lot of companies don't care about the degree anymore because by the time you come out with the degree, whatever you've learned, if you've learned anything, is is obsolete. I mean, I don't know anybody with an MBA that really knows what how to run a company. You don't learn how to run a company if you get an MBA. They are really good employees. They make really good employees. See, AT is saying... They, so what does a master's degree tell that person hiring you? This person knows how to get up at 8 a.m. and go to work Look, here, and leave at 5 p.m. on time. That's yeah, see, it. That's AT, all it tells you. AT is saying money is not everything. Listen, understand us correctly or understand at least me correctly. I'm not saying money is everything. I'm not saying that. But I'm, what I'm saying is build a future for yourself, for your kids, where they'll be more comfortable if you really think Social Security is going to be around by the time you retire, and I don't even know how old you are, you got another thing coming. If you don't build some sort of future for yourself and for your kids, life is going to get so expensive where you're going to turn around and you'll be like, holy shit, what am I doing? Nathaniel says deans are cracking down on professors trying to push political agenda in their teachings at CSUN, which I'm pleasantly surprised if that's true. Arno, you can be proud of that one, buddy. You went to CSUN, right? Yeah, but mine was... Look, I was a business major, and a majority of the people that were there as far as business professors, there was no political agenda being pushed. Mind you, this is 2004, 2005, man. It was, it was, it was a different time. Minette, the person that's going to get the job is the one with the experience, not the one with the degree. You can bring in anybody with an MBA, and let's say with my, my experience... Let's go apply for a job, and let's see if the individual with the MBA gets the job or I get the job. Because depends what company you guys are applying to. Any company. You can be no. the sharpest. You could be the sharpest pencil in the book, but if that pencil's not worn out, you got no experience. Yeah. Who gives a shit, bro? I mean, keep, That's keep in mind. Keep in mind this this fact. You guys remember when was it? Four years ago. Was it four or five years ago when I went to Boston? We, my wife and I, visited Boston. 
Um, Did you get that invite from MIT, right? Not MIT, no. I visited MIT's campus, and I went to Harvard's campus. Harvard's campus gave me the uh, itch to go back to school. So when I came back, it took me a few months, and I applied to to go into a to get my executive MBA. And keep in mind, I don't have a bachelor's degree. I don't have an undergraduate degree. I applied to USC. I applied to Pepperdine, and I applied to Harvard. Yeah. Okay? Master's program, executive MBA program. You have to have an undergraduate to get your master's. I'm sure all of you guys know that. You would agree with me. Yeah. These top-tier schools made an exception to accept me to the program because of my experience in business. So if, if a USC is willing to make an exception into their master for me to go into their master now you, you can turn on and say well yeah because you were going to pay them 150 grand for tuition well so is the other kid that that has an undergraduate degree look at look at what art said look at art's comment and i think this is paul's son he says a person doing a job for five years with no degree and someone who has a degree with only one year of experience tell me who has the upper hand five years baby. five years. all day long it's all day long because look it's it's not Paulson. Oh, it's not Paulson. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he, here's what you have to look at. Sorry, Art. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. We were talking about the five years. The five-year okay. experience, yeah. one-year degree. So my suggestion, for example, my recommendation for somebody who wants, because I, I, I know business very well, right? So my suggestion is nobody should get their MBA right after their undergraduate program degree because that MBA is going to be useless for you. What I would do, what I would teach my own kids or, or uh, encourage them to do, advise them to do is, for example, let's say they want to study business. Fine, you want to go get your economics degree, whatever, from UCLA, CSUN, wherever you decide to go. Go get a job, work somewhere a few years, gain some experience, then go get your MBA, and that company will possibly pay for you to get your MBA, A, and B, you're going to gain a lot more out of that MBA program because you're going to understand how to apply what you're learning. To see, the problem is kids go to school, they're in an MBA program at the age of 22. They've never seen numbers. They've never seen financials. They don't know what a PNL is. They don't know anything. So now they're learning MBA, Master's in Business Administration, right? They have no idea how to apply it. Whereas if, you, let's say, you're in your late 20s, maybe even possibly early 30s, what you're going to gain from that program is going to be far more than if you're a 22-year-old kid that just got your you know, bachelor's degree and now you're excited to get into an MBA program. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that yeah. to anybody. AT, have a good night. Thanks for tuning yes, in. Definitely. Uh, what, what, what? I know, I know what you mean by you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. You're absolutely right. But at the end of the day, I'd rather work sometimes and make what I want to make. Yeah, you got, you got, you got. When the when the bills hit the table, and you're doing what you love, but it's not paying the bills, change your loves. You change your love. 
You get a little uncomfortable. But aside from that, I mean, look at it. Because the ones you love are relying on you, so get, get uncomfortable. Hold, see, it's, it's, you see, again, he's not understanding as he or she, whoever it is. Uh, don't work just to make money. It's not about that. Okay, so let's go back to education. Let's say it's it's all about education, right? You want your 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 kids to get into the best schools. Very unlikely you can do that through public school system, especially these days. Very very unlikely, because unless they are really gifted and they just have it in them to to you know they're bookworms and you know they study and they love it. It's almost impossible. You have to prep them from a very young age. Specific private schools that are, you know, STEM driven or whatever you think, whatever area of expertise you want your kids to go, or field you want your kids to go into, that costs money. The cheapest private school for kids is fifteen thousand dollars a year. So we can sit here and say, well, money doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. How are you going to send your kids to, let's say, that prep school? For 12 years, $15,000 a year, that's $180,000. Who's going to pay for that? And it's only going up every year, so it's not going to be fifteen for the next 12 years. By the time it's 12 years, that hundred eighty is probably going to be two fifty. Yeah. Who's going to pay for that two fifty? That's what I'm saying. Life gets more and more expensive. Yeah. You, and if you think Social Security is going to have your back when you're retired, you got another thing coming. So here's another thing. If you have student loans, as soon as you're out of school, what do you do? Right away, you're looking for work. You're trying to get into a company so you can start paying your student loans. If you don't have that student loan, instead of giving the 18-year-old a student loan, they should give him a 10% of the student loan and business loan. They can make more entrepreneurs that way. They won't do that because school makes perfect employees. And student loans are not forgivable. You cannot. And also, so it's, it's when not they, when, when they got you by the balls, you're they literally be. have you by the balls. You can file for bankruptcy. You can, <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want to do with your uh, financial life. That student loan will follow you until you either pay it off or you die. If you have an 18-year-old or 20-year-old child. Levick, stop yelling. Try to. <laughs> turn your caps lock off. Go, go to Chase or any bank and try to get a credit $5,000 credit card for them. See if you can get one. Well, you be, could easily get $150, $1,000 in student loans. How, do, how does that make sense? Because you can get rid of a credit card debt. You can't get rid of student debt. But go, go try to buy a lotto ticket with a credit card. So when they come out of school... What are they going to say to you? No can do. No can do. So the they, ATM right over there. Bro, the guy comes out with a master's degree... He has to pay that student loan. Forget the rent he has, the girlfriend he's got, the car payment. Now he has that student loan every month, right? Mm -hmm. What is he going to do? You think he's going to wait four or five months that it takes to develop an idea into a business? Or he's going to right away go and become someone's employee? Employee. 100%. That's what they want. Levy, like you're, I always you're say, pushing Roth IRAs. And I, I want to learn from Levy about I'm Roth IRAs. Is that what you do now too? 401ks and Roth IRAs? He's mentioned that Levick, to us if, many if, times. If bro. you have over $200,000 in a 401k, cash that shit out and go buy a property and rent it out. No more financial advice, remember? It's not financial advice. It's real estate advice. What was your advice? I said if you have over $200,000 in a 401k, cash yeah. that shit out, go buy an investment property and rent it out. How much tax is he going to pay on that? As far as what? Well, it's 30% is capital gains. There you go. That's probably why he's not going to touch it. You dump it into a property. 
by the time you're 40 years old, by the time you're basically ready to retire, you're going to be up, you're going to be right side up on that property. It's going to be generating income for you. That will pay you more money than Social Security will. Let, let's say even for your kids, you have a two-year-old, a five-year-old, right? $5,000 you have, 10000 whatever you can. What if you took that money and let's say you, for example, buy your kids Amazon stock for 5000 each. By the time they're 25 out of school mm -hmm. or however old they're going to be, 20 years from now, how much do you think that 5000 is going to be worth? I, I don't know. God, God willing, Amazon is still around and it's going to be worth probably a lot more. See, I didn't say Facebook. I didn't say, you know, some of these other companies. So that you think Amazon is indestructible? Well, he went with the safe name. Call, let's call it Tesla. Go Buy Tesla, Tesla or diversify it. Microsoft. A little bit of Tesla, a little bit of Amazon. Okay. Some Microsoft, you know, some things Apple. Things that are not technology-based as far as like, it's not like Facebook where tomorrow something new will come up and that'll be the eighth thing. Something with goods and services. Yeah. Amazon is, it's it's different. You know? It is. It's not going anywhere. And 20 years, that stock can be two, 3,000% more than what it is. Amazon will be there. I don't know about Bezos, but Amazon will be there. Well, Bezos is trying to find a way to live forever. I don't know. Forever that guy's, that guy's young. ripped for his age. I want to be forever young. He's doing something. I don't know. He's doing something. Bezos is doing something. Mutual That's funds okay. levy double every seven years. You're, you're talking about the rule of 72. And you're basing that off of what percentage? TRT. What's TRT? <laughs> Art saying Bezos is on TRT. Testosterone oh, replacement therapy. Oh, he's on. Sure. He's on. Uh, For sure. HGH TRT. Hundred percent. He's on like yeah. human growth hormone as well, bro. You don't get jacked like that at that age, bro. What is he like? Out of nowhere. Yeah. He fucking looks like a geek for fifty-five years and then just boom. Corona happens. The guy comes out. <laughs> he's like yeah. yoked Holy like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, nine point eight percent. That's a. That's a. Yeah, that's an optimistic figure. But look look at the last last <laughs> issue you, last twenty years of any blue chip stock and that they it made a lot more money than ten percent a year. Stocks are a gamble. Oh, but, yeah, but you can't buy real estate Bro, for four thousand. No, 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 no. As far as long term wise, if you're gonna dump the money in there and not touch it, yeah, screw it, do it. But as far as if you if you have a lump sum of money and you want to play with it, I'm not saying dump half a million. I'm no, saying no. five thousand yeah, dollars yeah, yeah, under each of your 100%. kids' names. Hundred percent doesn't See, change uh, anything. Alex has a great 100%. idea. Get a five twenty nine plan, all growth and tax free, and use for kids' school needs and can be passed down to the grandkids. But yeah, but a five twenty nine plan is again tie, isn't that tied to the S and P five hundred? Which it's for school, right? Isn't it? Yeah, would you? Yeah, get but like if your kids five, go to school, six, then what happens? Five six percent. No, he said it could be used for books, rooms, private. No, okay, but hold on. If your kid decides not to go to school, what happens with that money? It could be used for other things. Can it? Yeah. All of it? Maybe it's like something where it gets decided at a certain age, or the person has to decide, or mom, dad, or whatnot. A Roth IRA is basically it's just a tax deferred program. You don't pay taxes on the interest earned today. You you pay it later when you, when you take it out. So it allows your money to accumulate 
more today, but then down the road you could end up paying higher taxes depending on the bracket you're in and depending on you know when you pull the money out, even. who's in office and are we at or a, when you pull the money out, when yeah the age all that matters. I don't know. What's with hitting the table? That's Cardinals way of saying call it a night. You don't know. Two hours and two, four, four, two, two hours and forty shows in two hundred and forty three minutes. Two hours and forty two hundred and forty five minutes. Two hours and four episodes. You two don't hours and forty forty three minutes forty five minutes almost. Look, at the end of the day, guys, my advice is raise good kids. That's what <laughs> good matters. humans. Good, good human humans. Beings. That's what matters. Whether they have, you know, don't get into competition where your kid's going to go to school and, you know, to, you know, to uh, flex your ego. My yeah. kid, you know, my kid got accepted into MIT. I don't give my a shit. My kid got accepted into UCLA. Okay. And, like, great. Good for you. I mean. Does your kid have enough manners if someone comes you know, over? Does they even yeah. come say hi? Yeah. Not really. See, when, <laughs> when, I, when Eileen was nominated for Student of the Month, she was nominated because the... The theme for it was respect, courtesy, and there was one more. And for me, it wasn't about the student of the month. It was the fact that my kid was recognized of being respectful to other kids, being courtesy to the teacher. Cheesh popping them on. Exactly. Respect, and, and Vic says it too. What, what does Vic say at the end of Merhirosner? <laughs> respect one another, love one another. What else does he say? What was that last it's one? Don't touch one another. Don't touch one. Don't, touch, don't do what I do every show with my foot under our wounds. <laughs> <laughs> under the table. And Elina says, don't raise your kids to be so damn sensitive. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good one, Elina. Perfect. Yes. Alex, we're not saying every kid should be an entrepreneur. There's obviously a handful of entrepreneurs out there that are successful. Yeah. So majority are not going to be successful yes. entrepreneurs. What we're saying is, you know, get the education but education is basically discipline. It it, it 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 creates discipline where you're able to learn how to complete a task from A to B to B to C and so on and so forth. That That's technically what it is. You learn to show up every day at 8 a.m. and you complete your assignments. That's what it is. Nobody comes out of school and, you know, just ready to run with it. Oh, I have a degree and I'm ready to go out there and kill the world. That's, that's why the majority of them are unemployed for so many yeah. months. If you told me right now, for example, you let's say I'm 25 years old. I mean, obviously, what I know today, I didn't know at 25. But if you ask me today, either you pay for the highest education possible, whatever university you think, you know, Oxford, Columbia, anything that you think is best in the world, versus offer me the best mentor in that industry, I would pick the mentor a million times over that college tuition paid for acceptance to the best school. That's what I would pick. See, uh, Alex is a uh, is does was Alex does for a living? Is he like a finance finance no, he's guy? An engineer, Alex. Is Alex an is an engineer. I'm not sure. Because I was gonna, I was gonna. Alex is a very interesting guy. I'd like to talk to on the wiseness. Because see, I, I want to ask Alex this. Let's say, let's say a guy that comes out of college, fresh off of the boat. He graduated engineering school and, you know, honors, all that stuff. But the guy has no experience. And then you have a guy who didn't graduate from the best school, but he's got about six years, seven years on, on the other guy with experience and all. Who would you hire? Even though the other guy's from a prestigious school and graduated with honors. 
I mean, I've had the experience. Hundred percent. Look, one of the 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 education at Harvard is not ten x superior to it's CSUN. Not about, it's not the education. It's, it's the, the networking. It's, it's the people you it's meet. Exactly those high end schools with the names. It's all about the the connect, network. The connections that's, that's, that's you made. It it's because it's because that school has already done the filtration for the industry for the public, basically, right? If Harvard, let's say, keep on going back to Harvard, but if they accept 1% of the 1%, and I'm looking at the resume, I see Harvard, automatically that kid was already in the top 1% of the 1%, right? Yeah. So that narrows down, okay, this person has the ability to get accepted into this school. So you're like, fine. Just like for me, when I look at a resume, I see Starbucks or you know, in and out or, you know, one of these corporations, organizations that I know have great customer ser- service training. I want to meet that's this. A, that's I wanna, a plus. I want to interview them. I don't care yeah. about the school they graduated. It's the fact that they've worked at Starbucks. They probably have great customer service skills. I don't have to teach them that. So, you know, every industry, every, every, everything <clears throat> is, um, Subjective based on Elena said the interview matters a lot too, definitely. And some people are really bad at interviews, and maybe that's something you need to focus on even after you graduate. Focus on going through a job interview. That's something you need to learn as well. Can we can we end the show on this joke? Because it goes back to what you said about Harvard and the network and stuff. So I'm sure you guys have heard this. So um I told my son. You will marry the girl I choose. He said, no. I told him she's Bill Gates' daughter. He said, okay. I called Bill Gates. And I said, I want want your daughter to marry my son. Bill Gates said, no. I told Bill Gates, my son is the CEO of World Bank. Bill Gates said, okay. I called the president of World Bank. I asked him... uh, to make my son son the CEO. He said, no. I told him my son is Bill Gates' son-in-law. He said, okay, that's how politics works. Yeah. And that's how. That's why you go to Harvard. That's why you go to <laughs> fucking Harvard. <laughs> I will be applying for Harvard oh, this geez. coming fall. There you go. My ass. But <sighs> Art says if you're going to education right 100%, you will need extracurriculum internship. Listen, you're not getting into these top tier schools without any of that stuff. You need to have the volunteering and all that you know, competitive, this club, debate club. I was part of the, I was a president of this, you know. Armand, weren't you in the, you have to. Weren't you ahead of the band club too? Yeah, yeah, I was. He played the flute. Band camp. Still plays the flute. Flute. (laughs) (laughs) He still plays the flute. (laughs) (laughs) You you have to have those regardless to get into these schools. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, geez. All right, guys. Well. All right. Don't take our word for it. Yeah, we don't know anything. Yeah, we're just he's educated. We're just a bunch of what goofballs. (laughs) (laughs) Goofballs with the microphone. Oh jeez. Well, the fact that two hundred and seven shows in, these people are still watching us. Well, they're not even. We thank you, people. I think that may be Mikhail's first or second show. I think I've never seen. He's a virgin to the show. We just popped the show. Come around too, or like that. Remember Sarkis guy, MD. Comments on our YouTube videos once in a while, and how many times have I invited him to come discuss? He's not going to come on, bro. Medicine Usually here. people that don't have their actual name. You guys could bring your keyboards with you. <laughs> <laughs> what else can I tell you? Bring your keyboards with you. We'll put it We'll put it on a 15-second delay. We'll oh, give you yeah. time. Before we go, let's... Uh, uh, Louise Gill, remember the 
uh, we shared the. You it? you could mention it. Yeah, I know, but I forgot. Do you no have idea it? what he's talking about. He's so talking about that, was the a flyer concert. for the we Alex Theater a, tomorrow. Alex Theater, they're gonna have a concert tomorrow. I just don't have it. Where is it on our page? Please go ahead and look into it on our for, page. You, I guess forgive our, our overly organized. If he yeah, had gone seriously. to school, if he had gone to college, you would have that college <laughs> failure. It's on. It's you sent it in our Instagram. You said did you, you posted on Instagram. I posted on our story. Yes. Go ahead and visit our stories. There you go. That, that, that's. That's what you do. That's how you end the show. Well, no, you confuse the hell out of guys. Everybody. Okay, so there's there's an event at the Alex Theater. If you guys are interested, yeah, it's on our Instagram page. If you need more details on it, DM us, and I'll get you more details on it. Uh, November thirtieth, we will be at the famous uh, live performance by the Heartbeat DJ. Uh, doors open at six. We'll be we'll probably going to mention this every week until yeah. until the day of. Uh, there's no tickets or anything. It's basically first come, first serve until capacity. So uh, we had a great time last time. We had over 150 people show up. We'd love to see more of you guys, new faces, new people. New challengers. New challengers, if possible. Uh, nobody coming up to the podium and just spitting all over our mics. <laughs> but um, that's on November 30th. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I think that's it. That's cue, it. Cue the music. That's it. Uh, How do I do that? With the education. With the education, yeah. With the USA, <laughs> with technology, <laughs> with internet, internet. Uh, Thank that, you, USA. Yeah, today's podcast will be up and running on Spotify, iTunes, and all major platforms. No, we are today's we, broadcast. And Vic is, is right. Go vote tomorrow. Yes, people, go yes. vote. If you're not Car- going to vote, shut up. Yeah, Caruso, 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 Caruso. We need L.A. cleaned up. From Sherman Oaks, Studio City, yeah. to Encino, to Granada Hills, we need L.A. cleaned up. Biden 2024. While he's wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> guys, we'll see you guys next week. We got a special guest next week. Uh, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Love you all. Mwah. Peace. And Alex Villanueva. For sheriff, that is.